right, we are in post-production. Welcome to episode seven, part two of Booking Pop Culture, from where I like to call the Mike Nine Studio, in part and syndicated through Podcast Detroit. I'm your rec- referee, Rick Vivian, and at the table tonight, I got God Loves, Bronson Kills, Dickie Bronson. How you doing? Oh, I'm full of Chinese food. Are you? Yeah. I, I'm, I turned on your mic. <laughs> I'm kind of actually pretty happy. Oh, yeah. It was I'm really happy with myself right now. <laughs> That's kind of why I say things like that, because I don't think it's on yet. <laughs> well, that could have been dangerous. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I just wanted to... We're doing a little post-production tonight uh, while I do my laundry. Um, we, I wanted to cut an intro for what is the remainder of our epic night of podcasting. Uh, we had a we had our picnic. Um, there was a little bit of drinking, a little bit of... Uh, I think some medical cards came out, perhaps um I, I appreciate you coming over and doing this man mm-hmm. appreciate it um what we have now is essentially an interview it, it's mainly an interview with at huck and the dba uh and in in you know in true pop culture fashion we start out talking about huck's comic book collection and then we just start going everywhere and we kind of get into his start as a promoter as a referee um how how all that and himself tie into sweet daddy malcolm monroe we obviously had DBA here, so we get into DBA and XICW, uh, cars being set on fire, um, and, and lead right into Proving Grounds. Uh, you know, we generally don't talk that much wrestling on this podcast, but this was an opportunity to sit under the learning tr- tree, um, and, and, and I dug it. I, and, um, you know, a couple things to keep in mind here. I, on this recording, I am buzzed out of my ever-loving mind. And I apologize to everyone. Uh, I, was, I sound stupider than ever. Uh, the rest of the crew, I don't think, was feeling any pain. And, uh, you know, then there were, there was you sitting in the middle of it all, living the clean life with your uh, LaCroix beverage. So uh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's all right. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. um, before we, before we uh, cut to the, uh, the rest of it, and, and it's a good couple hours, uh, I did want to talk about our podcast. This is the Booking Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, you can find us out on Facebook as Bo- Booking Pop Culture Podcast. You can find us on Twitter as the BPC Podcast. Uh, we also have an email address, theboys at bookingpopculture.com. Uh, message us. Let us know. Honestly, you know, if we suck, tell us we suck, because those will probably be the funnest things to, uh, to discuss, you know. Um, but if there's something you like, if there's something you want to hear, if there's somebody, you know, in the local area that you feel should be part of the show, something, let us know. Uh, we'll, we'll do our best and, uh, we'll, we'll try to answer any questions that come in. Uh, I mentioned that we're syndicated through podcast Detroit. Uh, you can go out to podcastdetroit.com and right there on the main page, there's a tab called the shows or, uh, or how to listen, I think actually. And then it's the show, all shows. We're listed amongst all the shows there. The more majority of their shows are live. Uh, we're taped, uh, recorded, I guess there's actually no tape involved. Um, just because it kind of works out for us, uh, our schedules being what it is, but, uh, there's, they have four studios, four live feeds. You can go out to podcast Detroit and actually go to iTunes or Google play store and download the podcast Detroit, um, app to, to get all the streams. Uh, there's also a local music stream as well. And then all of the show archives, including ours. Um, example of a live show. Just just last week, uh, Dickie Bronson, you co-hosted the uh, Motown Mojo Live. I sure did. How'd that go? Uh, it was good. We had the Her Dark Host, which is... Yeah. Uh, it's our guys. Evil. 
Yeah. And then we talked about a children's cancer benefit. Well, uh, those things happen. Less than evil. And, yeah. Uh, and then uh, fashion was involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it goes all over the place is what you're saying. Oh, it was all over. Yeah, that's awesome. It was the beautiful mixed meat pizza that is life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard our host, uh, Josh and Justin, um, actually, uh, those guys have been in a, a number of great bands. One of them is the Bumpin' Uglies, and that is our intro and outro music, uh, Fat, Loud, and Drunk. Uh, so uh, send some love out to uh, Justin and Josh. And uh, um, with Her Dark Host, uh, yeah, it takes a takes a dark I, you know and th- i was listening to it and it takes it's definitely dark but i hate to call it evil no it's um, not it's 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 uh what it's, is what is evil well that's know? the thing i mean i you know i listened to to uh you know justin mainly and and what uh it's so hard i'm calling him justin and he's bubba no no it's yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> no he's justin now he's yeah justin i know it's yeah. weird um but uh i fucked it up too yeah so don't worry yeah <laughs> i apologize after <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, dark, but it's just, it's, it's a, it is a lifestyle that, that he leads. Yeah, but it sounds cool. Um, oh, they sound great. I, I was actually at their, that acoustic performance they did at, uh, was it Inked or whatever, Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, in Ferndale? I, I'm sure that wasn't the name of it, but it was a it ta- is today. tattoo place. Yeah. Um, that was cool. That was real cool, because it was basically, uh, everyone there was, there were there were no chairs. We all sat on the floor. Everyone was quiet, and everyone was attentive, and everyone um, was just transfixed on the music. No, he uh, talked about that too, and he was right because he soon as he, as soon as he start playing, yeah, everybody was just like Whoa. sucked into it. I was just like zooming in on his guitar strings before mm-hmm. I noticed that I was like, oh, I haven't touched my phone in like fifteen yeah. minutes. And uh, Josh was on a guitar as well. He did. He did it on this one, yeah. Yeah. And he got those sweet guitar bangs you don't hear enough of today. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, you can you can play guitar many different ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, those dudes can play just about anything. Um, is what it is. Yeah. We're pointing at something else here. Anyway, um, that's just an example of one of the live shows. Uh, we've also got, uh, we got our crew over at uh, Top Rope Review uh, that... Uh, Kind of dissect everything about XICW and then the world of professional wrestling um, outside of XICW. And then we got our guy, uh, Jimmy McKnight, at the uh, Ninja Starship podcast. My guy. That is, he's our guy, man. He's great. Um, and you know what? While we talk about that, we got a couple things coming up this weekend. Uh, the Michigan Comic Expo and X- XICW is going to be uh, well represented there. We've got uh, two shows um, this weekend. One of them is at the Comic Book Expo. Uh, the Comic Book Expo is Saturday, starts at 10 a.m. in Wyandotte at the Historic Yak Arena. Uh, XICW shows up at 6 p.m., Attack at the Yak. We got uh, Rhino, uh, Zach Gowan, uh, Matt Cross, and Sabu. Ricky Steamboat's going to be there. Well, Ricky Steamboat's going to be at the Comic-Con. I don't know. Oh, wanna... I heard he might be on the Well, you never know. Measure, you never. Measure. I mean... Ricky Steamboat's in town, and there's a wrestling yeah, show. That would be that would be cool as fuck. Somebody told me about Okay, well, I don't know. I don't want to start any rumors, but neither I do would... I. A guy said something. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, Sunday, uh, at the Imperial House in Clinton Township, first bell's five thirty p.m. XICW two thirteen, the Motor City Rumble Royale. 
Uh, basically, we're doing a, uh, a, a Rumble Royale where a, a new competitor, I believe, starts every minute. There's going to be 30 men. And the winner of that uh, of the Rumble essentially goes on or as the number one contender and gets a match against Hakeem Zayn for his uh, Midwest Heavyweight Championship. Uh, something interesting, though, uh, at the last best in Detroit, uh, GQ, Gavin Quinn, uh, pin the man beast Rhino. And um, as you can imagine, that did not sit well with the, uh, the man beast. So there's been a match again between them. Uh, I believe, you know, probably start off the show considering the timing. Uh, and the stipulation is that uh, the winner of the match gets the number 30 entrant to the uh, Battle Royale or Royal. Uh, uh, what do we call it? Rumble Royale. Flim, with, flim Flam. Yeah, yeah r- with cheese. Um, and then the loser uh, gets that uh, terrible spot as number the number one entrant. So that should be interesting just to see those two guys fight for uh, those two uh, numbers. And then uh, our guy Eddie Venom is going to be coming out of uh, retirement to uh, take part in that match as well. Uh, it's a chance to win the or at least you know get a match for the Midwest Heavyweight Championship. So uh, you know everyone's going to be at that, uh, including yourself. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, probably. All right, so probably pretty- take part in that. Sound pretty excited. Well, you're you're training like a motherfucker. Well, I do one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Today it's a podcast. Today it's a podcast. Later it's a poop. Yeah. Saturday it's Willie Watts. Sunday it's the battle. I got a lot of things before that. that I got to. You got Willie Watts on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. All right. That's at the uh, the attack at the Yak, historic Yak Arena, Saturday night at six p.m. A couple other things. I the you know I don't know about you. But the anticipation for Suicide Squad is kind of killing me. I, 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 I'm getting kind of a, a DC Deadpool feel of it. Like, essentially, they, they were working on this while, while Deadpool was just tearing up, uh, you know, basically R-rated uh, cinema history. And I feel like DC may have learned something. And, and I like what I'm seeing. I feel like they're showing a ton of trailers. I almost feel like I'm seeing the whole damn movie, but uh, I'm I'm pretty excited to see it. I stopped watching trailers after a certain point. Yeah. After the second or third trailer, I Jay's stopped. Jay's the same way. Yeah, I stopped watching the new shit. Yeah. But uh, I'm going in with no expectations because I feel like it's either going to be really good or a huge disappointment. I, I'm, I feel like I'm setting myself up. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it might. I don't know. I'm not going to say either way. It might mm-hmm. just be a really good trailer. Yeah, which be. some people are really good at that. But I don't know. I'm going to see it. I'm going to watch the fuck out of it. Yep. I'm excited for it, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go in totally I, reserved. I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed to see it, I, 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 but I feel like I'm setting myself up for uh, disappointment. I, I hope not. Um, other than that, I, uh, this weekend I did some serious binging. I, I, I wrapped up uh, Stranger Things on Netflix and um, I got caught up on uh, Night of on HBO. Um, that's that one's really cool too. Uh, you you just started watching uh, Stranger Things. Ah, uh, number two. Yeah, number two. All right. This the the opening title sequence alone gives me a boner. Oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's like Dark Shadows, Stephen King. Like, oh, it's just so good. There's uh, and well, the, and the I, name is perfect too. Yep, the name is like straight out of a 1980s. You know. I swear. Well, it, it's uh, well they they uh, 
they reference um you know was it is it Stephen King's the uh, thing they never reference a lot of Stephen King yeah. yeah and then there's there's a there's a lot of just Steven Spielberg feel to it as well I, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to talk too much about it because you're just on number two. Oh, that's fine. Um, but there's but... there's some like ET. Mm-hmm. There's some definite uh, close encounters, almost like Monster Squad. Mm-hmm. A little like yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. Yeah, I uh, so finish that up. I think uh, uh, Eddie Venom just started watching. I think he's halfway through it. Um, we we're we're planning a uh, another podcast. I I'm, uh, well, we plan them often, but the next one I, I'm pretty sure we'll be talking. Suicide Squad. Um, I think the majority of the crew will have seen Stranger Things. Are we going to talk about the killing joke? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we want to talk about it. Here. Yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> we don't I have gotta, time. I got a lot to say. Yeah, we got a we got a long long clip to introduce here, and uh, I don't want to I don't want to make this longer than it is. But yeah. uh, there's a lot to say about that. Um, yes. A little bit of a little bit of cool, a little bit of disappointment, a little bit of what the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I actually said that out loud in the theater. Yeah, yeah, I think you leaned over to me like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, but and I'm sure anyone who's seen it knows what we're talking about. But yeah, so we'll be talking about that too, and uh, we got some special guests planned as uh, um, as we have recently. So, um, you got anything else, Dicky? No, I got nothing. All right, appreciate it, man. Again, for coming in and uh, um, doing this between uh, loads of laundry. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's go back in time. Uh, we had just all shared some Werther's originals, so uh, you'll hear those clanking around in our mouths. And uh, again, the the entire crew minus Dickie Bronson is uh, um, feeling no pain. I think is the best way to put it. We started a little chat with Huck, and uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> Huck, not so much on this show, but every mm-hmm. show leading up to this, we've been talking Marvel, DC, mm. comics, superhero movies. Right. You've got a comic book collection that is second to none. About 8,000. 8,000? Yeah, How 8, long have you been collecting? Ooh, late to mid-60s. Really? When I first got my first comic. Yeah, mid to late 60s. So you were like 28? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, I was probably about, you know, seven. You know, when I got my first comic. But actually, it wasn't a Marvel or DC. It was like Archie and Richie Rich. Mm-hmm. And what was the little devil's name that oh. was with Richie Rich? Yes. I can't remember his name. but I um, know I can picture it. Those were my first comics. So my sister, she would get comic books, and they would always be Archie. You know, with Veronica and Betty and Jughead and all that shit. Archie's being still pressed out today. I've seen Archie versus Predator yeah. last time. I was yeah, but Archie it wasn't like that Predator. when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're making an Archie modern-day live-action series, yeah, too. Yeah. It's going to be the shit. I mean, yeah. throw, yeah, don't, don't throw off that. on that side. Yeah. But yeah, Archie versus Predator. And they rebooted it again. Right, we'll put a pin yeah. in that. Archie yeah. died. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. they That's like an alternate reality. Apparently Archie the Predator died. got him. I don't think his main <laughs> Archie. Are you saying Archie has a multiverse? Yeah, they have a multiverse. They do. Is he DC now? Yeah. Mm. DC writes that shit. I, don't I know. think so. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they have a different. It used to be Dell or something like that yeah. back in the day. But, you know, after that, you know, they had a series of Marvel cartoons that used to come on in the mid to late 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, when Captain America throws his mighty shield, all that <laughs> kind of shit. Oh, yeah. You know, so they had those. And that's when I really started getting at the superhero, mm-hmm. you know, comic books, was from watching those cartoons. 
In yeah. DC, they had um, their cartoons too. But the old Marvel cartoons, they used to actually like take clips of the comic book and put it on the screen and animate just the mouth mm-hmm. right. or something like mm-hmm. that. But the coolest thing about those cartoons were the theme songs. Yep. You know, they were the theme songs because you could read the comic book and see exactly the same thing that was on TV. Spider-Man. But Spider-Man. yeah, but yeah, that one and you know, Thor's, you know, theme song, Cross the Rainbow Bridge of Asgard. That's how it would start out. Namor had his own. You know, stronger than a whale. He can swim anywhere. He can breathe underwater and go flying through the air. That shit was awesome, man. Tony and Iron Man. Yeah. You know, Tony Stark makes you feel he's a cool exec with the heart of steel. Then Iron Man with jets of flame, he fights and fights with repulsor rays. Man, that was the shit. Okay, you are not allowed. You are not allowed to cross-eye look me when I'm talking Golden Girls. Wow. Exactly. Wow. That was awesome. But that's all. Man, they were awesome. That's all I ever watched, too. Bruce Banner. Jolted by gamma rays turns into the Hulk. Ain't he on gamma rays? Whatever they used to say. But that, you know, that's what got me into that's the up. superhero. Hulk's like, or or something like that. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might have been. Something. When was the last time you watched any of these? I'm yeah. so impressed with your record. Uh, a couple recollection. weeks ago. Okay. Okay. But still. <laughs> Jesus. That's burning your brain. I can still do the cocoa wheat song front to back. That shit bones <laughs> burns it. Oh, God. No, so, I got it in my head. Yeah. So your collection right now, you're saying is about 8,000 issues? Yes. Yes. Um, go all the way back to, you know, the early 60s. Um, I think the oldest Avengers I have is, like, number three. They have three and number four. Like, when they um, revived Captain America, he was frozen in the ice. So I have Avengers number four. You know, but then I have like four all the way up until like a hundred and something, you know, because I stopped for about 10 years. But you're the, collecting to this day, though, right? Uh, Yes and no. You know, about a, a few weeks ago, I stopped buying, you know, because I don't like, you know, what's going on right now. It's just not for me. Ugh. You know, and then I. Marvel or DC or Marvel, Marvel. I just don't like, you know, and this has nothing to do with, you know, anything against women or any minority or thing like that. That is something I've got. I, I, I don't here, like, yeah. I, you know, I grew up with Thor, you know, yep. Don Blake, you know, he hasn't been Don Blake in a long time in the comics or in, in the movies, but the original Thor, now he's not Thor anymore, you know? It's just clearly a marketing scheme, though. It is. You like, know? everyone's like, oh, it's not forever. It's like, yeah, I know. That's still, why it's worse. Yeah, that's so I got to sit out and wait. You know, I don't want to wait, you know, for, I don't, I don't like her as Thor. Right. You know, that's not, give, you know, I guess what I'm saying, and I, I wrote something on Facebook about it, you know, I just think that they yeah. have lost their creativity, you know, the thing where it was the house of ideas, you know, and um, all yeah. you're doing is taking older characters and putting another person in it, you know, a female or a minority. Yeah, you're, or, you're, you're taking a, a franchise yeah. and basically retelling the origin story with a female, which... And I don't know that anybody in this they room... They're really retelling the origin. They're just taking they're away the... whole new one. Yeah, yeah you're, they're, you're taking away the original character and making this new character just to be politically correct, right. you know, yeah. to me. Or That's, just to, I, I wrote a note about the new Iron Man, and and then you, had, you posted something on Facebook about how Marvel just has no creativity these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to me, Iron Man is Tony Stark. Right. Always and, will be. Yeah. yeah. And and they're recreate. I guess apparently they're going to recreate Iron Man. What's, what's uh, he going to do now? Yeah. Well, what's it's, Stark it, he, do? he's. 
apparently Tony Stark is going to give up the armor after Civil War II uh, because there's a lot of stuff going on with Civil War. I mean, uh, War Machine just died. He's kind of grieving over that. Spoiler! Mm. Well, this happened two weeks ago. I know, I don't care. I really don't. (laughs) This thing ain't dropping for a couple weeks anyway. Yeah, so... um, but no, and, and, and I was actually just reading an article about the fact that uh, Marvel in particular can't, they're not getting away from their legacy characters. Uh, they're just recasting the legacy characters rather than making new characters. And it used to be Marvel came out with a bunch of new characters a year. Dude, sure, that's sure. Like, they, they, that's, they, they didn't that's all like, stick. That's but... like Diesel and Razor Ramon. Yeah, right? no, you it's know? not good. You can't exactly. bring in a fake Diesel and a fake Razor Ramon. Exactly. That's how I feel about it, yep. you know? Yeah. Yeah, but put your fucking put your thinking cap on and come up with a whole new character. Yeah, if if you want a female a strong female character, come up with a new strong a new female character. character. Right, right. Yeah. Which leads us right into Ghostbusters. So, who here has seen Ghostbusters seen drop seen this Friday? I'm not a 2 days ago. I'm not a this is my thing. I don't care it's an all female cast, that's fine. Right. I think it sucks it's a reboot as as opposed to they're the new batch of Ghostbusters. And I think they I don't care so much, but I think a lot of hardcore fans see it as you totally made my favorite universe irrelevant. Now right. it doesn't exist anymore. Right. If they had just they could have kept everything well, exactly. There's the same. a difference there. You know, in comic books, you know, time moves differently. Right. You know, so and right now you could still have Dan yeah. Aykroyd and you probably could. They're all still alive. Yeah. Right. You know, well, they they had had I'm not off. saying they need to be the Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying, oh, this is the new batch of Ghostbusters taking their place right now. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then and they fucking, reference the older Ghosts. No, I guess it's no, an entire can, reboot. The, I guess the actors are in it, but but as different no characters. Right. Oh, see, but see, I think that's lame. Yeah. I really? Yeah. They should have just. been I heard new, that's like trying to replace. You can't replace. That's retelling history. I heard Aykroyd and Murray were in it, but they're not. They are. They're they're not Venkman and. That's That's weird. That's what I think. That's why people are pissed. That's where you could have a quick friggin' handoff. That's it. And then now you have these female characters. I love Kristen. Kind of like in the Rocky series. Oh shit! It's hilarious. Even in Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. Came at the end and yes. sort of handed it off. And Creed, Creed was fucking awesome. Yeah. And Rocky is no, they in did it. Creed. They, and they Rocky, did Creed, right? So good. Rocky's still been Rocky. So many years between. Yeah, he's still Rocky, but he's passing the torch. Right. And, but he's his own character. He's his own movie. You easily could have done that with this, you know? Right. I don't know. I haven't Rocky's seen it. Maybe it's good. cancer instead of a boxer. Well, and it, yet Creed oh, is. What? Just, oh, what? That's a great flick, man. It's really good. Well, it the only thing really I heard, Rocky I haven't Balboa seen too. it. The only thing I, I heard about the Ghostbusters flick is that when people are all like putting up this huff and guff about it being feminism and blah, 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 blah. Well, the movie itself actually went out of its way to be anti male and like chauvinistic, kind of. Really? Really? Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, wrap it up basically with just shooting the big monster at the end in the dick. And that was like the big thing was like let's shoot him in the dick. I'd well, probably do that too, though. You know I mean? Isn't Chris Hemsworth like their sexy secretary? But, yeah, and right. he's, and big he's dumb an idiot, and he's an idiot. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like little things like idiot. that. Where yeah, where they didn't see. That's the thing. The is bigger they didn't male do, parts are they're put over as like they didn't do that in the original. Blah, blah, blah. They made Sigourney no. Weaver way more intelligent than Venkman, oh, yeah. and oh, they made uh, Janine. Janine was like way smarter yeah. than Rick Moranis. He was the dope. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. I had a thing for Janine, by the way. Well, let's what's her name from Designing Women? Uh, Don't get me started, bro. Girl, girls are de- women. Designing Women. Watch that shit with the sound off. <laughs> oh, oh I'm thinking. Uh, get out of here. Shit. Who was uh, Delta the, Burke? No, I'm not thinking Delta. of Designing Women. The two gay dudes, and then uh, what was her name? Karen. 
Oh, you're thinking of Will and Grace. Will and Grace, yeah. Yeah, no. The Karen the Drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they did it, they had like an interior design thing or something. I always loved Karen. Who remembers yeah. that show, My Two Dads? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. yeah. I watched yeah. it all the time. Were they gay or what? Did they ever go? No, they're not. No, they were never they weren't gay. gay. It was just possibly one of them was the father. It was yeah. just two like dudes living in a going. suite. He's clearly every up the pot. every sitcom then was like people, an people living in a suite like loft. Yeah, yeah. one was an artist. Had to have a suite loft, something. and then some I'm story like scrolling around through it. my control. Ooh, my two dads. I'll watch that. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Golden Girls though. You watched some Golden Girls talk? Uh, a mm-hmm. little bit. I watched one today. Did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. I watched it today. <laughs> It's been a f- little while, but I did. Yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> Excuse me, we have callers. We have emails. No, we don't have any of that. No. We don't have any. We have like four people that listen to us. Seriously, and they can't even speak English. Email us. Yeah. The boy. Um, what do you think they speak in South Africa? They speak English, South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. They speak okay. English. Do they? Yes. Yeah, okay. they do. And Afrikaans. I live in Michigan. I don't know. I have no idea. And you're never well with that fucking attitude. I, okay. I'm fine with that. Jesus. <laughs> Say thank you. Right? Say thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody playing Pokemon Go? Nah. I know Jay is. Hell yeah. no. It's a great idea for a game, but I'm Creeper not is? I, yeah, I admit it. Yeah, I, yeah. I play the shit out of the game. Um, I haven't been to a gym yet. Have you been to a gym? Uh, yeah, I battled. There's one right by the wrestling school, as a matter of fact. Oh. And, uh, yeah, no, it's it's really stupid. It's really basic. And uh, if you're on the move and you're going places, you turn the damn game on and you hatch eggs for miles walk or some shit. Yeah, you get like a bunch of kids in complicated pants and funny hair looking no, for dude, Jigglypuffs in your this. front lawn. Last night, straight people get, up. People getting set up. Yeah, no. We were, <laughs> I heard about yeah, that. Yeah. No, st- yeah, because you put these With lures at the pokey stops and it draws people in because they get the, the rare Pokemon and all that. But it also gives local businesses a lot of, like, more customers. Oh. Or not, though. A lot of them want to be taken off because there's people just busting in. And, yeah, and there's cemeteries and things where people are Arlington National Cemetery is trying to yeah. get taken off the list because they've got a bunch of... Grave diggers, huh? Yeah. The Holocaust Memorial. Yeah, they had a, a, a gas monster Yeah, they had a friggin' death oh, gas monster. Are you fucking kidding me? They, yeah. yeah one of, oh, somebody somebody didn't think that through, man. One and, of the Pokemon uh, is a gas monster. They had one at Rosa Park. Museum. Oh. At Rosa Park, too, they had one the very first day. Really? Yeah. How do they? One of the Pokemon was at Rosa Parks, and everybody was at her grave trying to get in and all type of shit. There's a Pokemon at her grave? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, they're at just like random locations. Yeah. But they 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 put a little thought into where shit exists, like major, major, uh, you know, attractions, if you will. There's but, a bowling alley right next to my apartment They didn't necessarily complex. put in a filter. When I smoke cigarettes, I walk around. It's, know? uh... I gotta get my cigarette in. I'm going outside. I might as well I believe walk it's all, half a mile. It's all geotagged, so whatever has, has had a, a lot of activity will, has a possibility of getting, being a Pokestop. Like, Woodward like, in uh, 8 Mile, right by my house, where it has the, uh, the, like, the Model T thing right on the, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Model T car, and then there's, there's four different, uh, murals right on that, that overpass... And each one is a Pokestop. Wow. How many people usually show up? You know, one... Well, I, was at the, I was at the burger joint, and the one kid was sitting there, and then three other people walked in. I was like, was that you that set off the trigger thing? And they're all laughing about it and whatnot. But it's like, as soon as they walked in, they was like, hi, can I help you? What, can I have, what would you like to order? And they had to order something because they were hanging out playing this game. Well, and, and that's one of the... Spending their money at this place. That's you know, one of the ways that they're going... Cool. Right now, it's, it's very limited how... 
That's the reason they why can I make went there. they can make money on it. But people have been digging around in the code and they've found like keywords like McDonald's. And so the thought is that in the future they'll have well, if you want to catch such and such a Pokemon, you have to come to McDonald's and order whatever, and then it'll spawn for you. No, I, yeah, that's I heard ad so, bullshit. Yeah, uh, yeah ad uh, uh, agencies were were yeah. looking into this. Like, okay, how can we get into this? because yeah, it's totally huge. It's, it's, it's totally only possible. it's only been around for a week, right. and it's already permeated everything. Yeah, and it's it, it has. Uh, Businesses have been started. People yeah, are it, driving it, around it has, chauffeuring people to Pokestop. GQ well, is just making sitting over shaking his head. Off of other what, people playing. Well, next what are your thoughts, man? Uh, I just... Yeah? I, I just don't get how it's acceptable for grown men to play a Pokemon game. It's not. Wait, weren't you guys talking about fantasy football? Yeah, I mean... Okay, well, okay, okay let's difference. Let me, no, let, let me... Football. So the, these, these are little cartoon monsters. I just think oh, the fantasy I see the, I see football the similarities. Is, well, is you know terrible. what I mean, like Aquaman and his little powers and stuff. Is wait, exactly wait, leave, the same. leave Arthur alone. Little see powers, what I'm saying? Right? Leave Arthur see, alone. That's powers? the thing too. It's well, like it's funny you guys are. I'm here. defending Pokemon. And yeah, this but nobody, is my first foray with a Pokemon. None of us ever. grew up I've with been, Pokemon. Yeah, I never touched really. I was a little too old for it. Yeah, that was the first time. You mid twenties, yeah, thirty. I played the original. I had Muscle Men and Elementals. Those were my Pokemon. My son Elementals, has, those little animals. My son has a, you know, a whole a, folder uh, full of Pokemon the, cards, like hundreds of them. You know. Yeah, who am I to say anything? You I had guys a bunch remember of... Muscle Men, right? Yeah, yeah they're the shit. Those were Poke. Those are Pokemon. Same what, really? Yeah. What? Same thing. I, I never drew the connection, but you're absolutely correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they you gotta were... catch them all. There was like 300 and something of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Same thing with Pokemon, except for this is a little cartoon on my phone. I don't. I yeah. don't have to worry about losing or stepping on. What were Muscle Men? Oh the my little, God. little rubber figures. They were pink originally. Yeah. They were like wrestlers. Yeah. Monsters. Oh. Yeah. I thought you meant the what character you... from Adventure Time. Not no, Adventure Time. No. No. There's like ki- the Kinuku or something like that. It's called in Japanese. It's not, a little pink figure. Time. Oh. They came in different. trash cans originally. Yeah. yeah. And they Mordecai were all like that. Riggin, yeah. then. Which one is that? Oh, kind of like that. Muscle Man. Type it in, but it's an acronym. No, no Mordecai and Rigby. Regular show. That's what I thought. It's a character on there called Muscle Man. No. No, some of, they're literally like uh, Japanese wrestler toys. I don't know. My, None my, of them are actually based on real people. You know, they're all like monsters. Yeah. My take on Pokemon Go is that it's it's never been a video game that's actually got people outside doing shit. Right. And so you have, I mean, I there is I live in a neighborhood that has a lot of retirees in it, and so there was a, geez, if he was eighty years old, he's a day. Power walking, and he usually power walks, but the, now he's power walking with his Pokemon Go in front of him, yeah. going up and down my street. And yeah, I'm like, you like know a, what? That's it's cool. Fine. Like, yeah. It's a good idea for a game, but you can't stop stupid people. So it's not the no, game. That's no, the thing. Yeah. It doesn't no, work. Like, you know, people have been light, trying dude. to play and drive, and yeah. like, yeah. you can't play and drive. People falling off cliffs and shit. And yeah. if you do that, that's because you're playing it stupid. So you're it's gonna not because the game made something. you are doing No, there was some girl, I was mowing my lawn, and there was some girl riding by, and... You know, I don't know. She was kind of like hipsterish. She had fashioned some like cardboard sunshade to fit her, you know, whatever smartphone on her handlebars of her phone, and of she her was bike? yeah, of her okay. bike. And she's riding up the road, and I'm like, okay, you know, mowing the lawn. And I kind of, you know, I'm timing my turn of my lawn mowing, right? Yeah. Because I there's somebody coming up the road, and she would stop, and I'm like, okay, you're fucking me up. 
Yeah. And then she was that tired. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, you're fucking up my 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 can lawn we, mowing. Can we, can we just take a minute and appreciate the fact that Rick is cutting a promo about a girl riding a bike, fucking up his lawn mowing pattern? Dude, I, I'm coming to the end. <laughs> I'm like, man, all right, there's somebody coming. Okay, she's sitting in front of my neighbor's yard, and then three houses down, she's sitting in front of that house. And I was trying to figure out what she was doing, but she was clearly she's trying to catch a fucking weedle, dude. She's Back riding up. around picking up a what snorkel flax R- or whatever rat- the fuck rat- those rat- are. or whatever the fuck. Yeah, they're. you get a thousand of those. And that's thing. great. You know, I think that's your out, new finisher, Dicky. The snorkel yeah, flax. Yeah, she's <laughs> the snorkel flax. She's out, you know, doing some Pokemon. That's Jiggly great, pop, dude. That's great. She's I'm, doing the Pokemon. Jigglypuff. I'm trying to mow my lawn, and this chick's doing the Pokemon on I'm, her bike. I'm mowing my lawn, but listening then, to other podcasts. Bulbasaur. Yeah, see, you know more about this shit than I do, but it's Damn, still huck. I just go outside and smoke a cigarette. Vinosaur, right? Vinosaur. I'm outside smoking a cigarette. Whether I know Stan's there, I'm walking around. I'm still getting my cigarette. Yeah. Now I Charmander can and pick up a little fucking cartoon. I feel like Charmillion. Exactly. Huck's yeah. dropping some fucking. I keep going. We, to we, give, we give everybody so, props yeah. for going outside, but at the same time, they're going outside, walking around, playing this fucking game, staring at their phone. So what yeah. does it matter if they're sitting on their couch staring? If at you're staring at your phone, it's not like they're Vitamin C. It, it's going to vitamin D, and then you do a thing like oh. you get that vitamin D. Yeah, oh, yeah I could that, give, that I could, would be an orange, right? Vitamin C. I could actually yeah. give a fuck if these people <laughs> are out of their house or not. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm actually a little upset that they're out of their house <laughs> and ruining. Get my off day. my lawn! Yeah. How about you Catching look at your damn nature. Pokemans? There's a squirrel. No, yeah, you find real Catch Pokemon. That. It's even better because you do see a lot more animals because you're outside looking for the cartoons and you see the real thing running by. What? What do you mean a real thing? Like, like a, a real squirrel? squirrel? Yeah, they oh, exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they step on a rattlesnake. Or you see and... fucking Steve get stuck under my shed yeah. chasing mm-hmm. a fucking squirrel. Dave's under the back porch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I like Dave. Dave. Hey, I like Dave's Dave. Dave's not here, yeah. man. Dave. No, he's a great guy. I love Dave. Mm-hmm. But, dogs under a shed. Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we talked about your comic book collection. Yep, yep. Um... We got a couple superhero movies coming up, a couple that have passed. Mm-hmm. What have been your favorites? What are you looking forward to? Ooh, I really like um, Winter Soldier. Yeah. That was good. That seems oh, yeah. to be a thing. Um, I like the first Avengers because it was the first, you know, team movie. You know, and it. Um, yeah, they hoed out Hawkeye though. Yeah, they they did, he but did you know, the Hulk stole Pharaoh the mother. the Hulk stole the show. Yeah, he did. He stole the show. He yeah. kicked Loki's ass. Yeah. Speaking you know? of a hold out <laughs> Hawkeye, <laughs> just to interject for a second, did you read uh, the new Civil War issue? No. Okay. Damn, I gotta buy him. Oh no, shit. he's uh, he gone, right? Hulk. What? He yeah, gone. Bruce Banner. Yeah, Bruce Banner got uh, Hawkeye. Got did him. Oh, Hawkeye yeah, killed Bruce. Him. That's right. Killed him that's with right. an arrow. Yeah. Killed Bruce Banner before it was Hulk. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Well, the entire thing Punisher was that um, alternate reality. <laughs> uh, Bruce Banner was trying to experiment with gamma rays so that he wasn't going to ever be Hulk again, so there wouldn't be a Hulk incident. And uh, they have that. That telepathic uh, tell the, f- the um, future, right? Yeah, the Inhuman um, said that there's the Hulk's going to destroy everything, and so the Inhumans and the Avengers showed up at Bruce Banner. It's like, well, I'm, I haven't had an outbreak in a year. I haven't, I haven't done anything. I'm trying to. I'm trying to fix it, and then they start fronting on him a little bit, and an arrow just comes out and hits him right between the eyes, and Shit. Banner's dead. See, um, see, and it comes and I, out that and I said I wasn't buying any more comics. Problem solved. No, it's you're over. you're back in. It's over. At but least came, Civil War. And, and At least so, Civil War. And so now the next part of the Civil War is going to be the trial of Hawkeye, because it turns out that Hawkeye was told by Bruce Banner, "If you ever see me, right, 
about to Hulk out again. He made this you, arrow. You, he made this arrow for him that would kill him and said, you must use this. Was he about to Hulk up? And though? that's the thing. Was he about to Hulk up? And Hawkeye's saying, I have better eyesight than any of you. I could see the green coming in his eye. Yeah. And so I did it. Yeah. And the issue is, it's now going to be, okay, well, it, was it a justifiable thing? Because they are, they had now they had the telepath that could that uh, could see the future, seeing that this was going to happen. If Hawkeye's saying I could see the green in his eye, and then you know, as the asshole lawyer in me going, well, you can't consent to your own killing, right? So, but kind of didn't they yeah. already know that though? Is Maestro still part of the that timeline, or is that a different no, timeline? That's a different timeline. Is it? Oh, yeah, this is where with I the convergence and all that stuff. Is it? That a was different? DC. Well, that was, convergence was DC. But uh, with Secret Wars, with Secret Wars brought the what is it, the six one six universe with the Ultimate Universe back back together. Mm-hmm. So now you have two Spider Men. You have right, right. But uh, oh, we're about to lose creep and uh, yeah, <laughs> they're about to no, go I'm, do a little research. I'm, it's, it's very important to me how this is going. So. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Please man. continue. A man is cool. dead, Doug. Yeah, yeah I'm, cool. going to, I'm going to Google. All this yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I they're about Hulk. to go Google. We get better research out on or uh, reception out on the Rage Deck. The you Punisher. Know, you know, I came up with Punisher Bruce Banner. You know, Hulk so, sure. So he's dead. It's no longer the Hulk, but you still have the Hulk. Amadeus Cho. Cho. Yeah. Yeah. You know, is now... Yeah, because everybody was like, I wish the Hulk was an Asian kid. Yeah, you know, great. I, that's not really the well, thing. Come up with a different gimmick for the Asian kid. Right. Well, yeah, Cho. I, and who's he's been around kid? for forever. Yeah, Amadeus yeah, Cho is a genius. He, like, worked for Tony Stark or something. At one yeah, point. that character's been around. I, I actually do like the Red Hulk, too, though. Red Hulk's a great idea. Yeah, because it's it's a Hulk that, you know... It's, a, still it's not the Hulk, though. No, but know? it's 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 it, he has all of the Hulk... Rage and power, but <laughs> and Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 Ross. So he has also the, um, you know the the, the tactical technical skill, and he keeps he's not uh, doesn't lose his intelligence when he rages. Right. They just need to. But go back okay, to now I saw right? a recent cover where the Red Hulk now has a mustache. He always did. Why? No, 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 no. no, no. You're right. Thunderbolt Ross. But it, it used to disappear. But so now, how does he have a mustache? Is this a alternate reality Hulk or it's a fictional what's up? fucking character how could he well, we know see, that what, what he did Bronson. that's fucking that's Dickie Bronson's fucking go to well I they're know, fictional God. characters cause they think it looks cool like there's you, you can you can like try and fill the gap with an explanation all day but the answer is cause the artist thought it was cool I right? want an explanation yeah uh, I'll give you an meanwhile I'm watching the Golden Girls all in their robes right and, and Blanche has a fucking robe with a cape no cheesecake today. Exactly. as they're sitting around the coffee table I want here. a robe with a cape yeah. why the fuck is Dorothy Dressed like a Victorian. I know it's nothing sexy about that, man. I'm sorry. Oh, you did that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, man. But damn, you know. (laughs) Now we'll we'll get you back in, Huck. Well, you you can't ever get out. So you had. I started to. I started to get Marvel um, digital, you know, online or whatever it's called. But the new stuff, you have to wait like six months or something like that before the. New well, stuff is on there. Well, it's 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 available the day of. So Wednesday, every Wednesday it's available. But um, what I want to get you into is I, I want you to read DC Rebirth. DC Rebirth. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm your crack dealer, man. I'm, oh, no, I'm, Jay's I'm gonna re, I'm gonna no reel you in. What it is, you know Jay what? You know, not to bust your bubble or anything like that, but you know, part of it is I just have too damn many. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know? No, I get yeah. it. You know, I just have in the accumulation of comic books. It's like, man, I have boxes and boxes, literally. 
Well, you, you got know. some eBay uh, sales going on. Yeah, you know. What are you couple, selling off, man? Well, you know what? All I've sold so far are doubles. Okay. That's you know, why I figured. Uh, you know, I'm too attached to yeah, 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 my yeah, main yeah. collection. <laughs> you know, just even though box. I've been kind of looking at them, you know, a few of them I pulled out that I don't really give a shit, shit about. But, yeah, man, um, yeah, for about three or four months, I've sold comics on eBay and action figures. And, man, I'm at the post office every day. Yeah. You know? Oh, there's a market. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know? These are just, you like hooks? I said, just my doubles. You getting hooks? Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So you haven't you haven't gone to a store in a little while or what? Oh, about a month and a half now. Okay. What yep. what uh, what comic book store are you going to? Oh, which one? Don't. Um, Green Brain, you know, in Dearborn. That's where I go that's right your, now. That, yeah. Yes, yeah, close to work, and there used to be a ticket outlet for me. Oh. You know, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I yeah, had I think had shows at Almada Hall, they were my ticket outlet. Oh, okay. Back when you were selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could get into your whole promoter. Thing oh, whatever here, right? you want. We man. generally whatever don't talk about a lot of wrestling here. Whatever but, you want. Uh, that was that was one of your outlets for tickets for uh, yeah. IWR, right? IWF. IWF. Well, at first it was Insane Championship Wrestling. Okay. You know, which was you know came from Midwest Championship Wrestling yep. with Malcolm Moreau Senior. Yep. And um, long story short, I started running ICW, and um, got a building in Hamtramck, and I was always buying comics at. At that time, it was called Comics Plus. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Green Brain Comics. And um, I went in and talked to Dan um, about, hey, you know, would you like to be a ticket outlet? Mm-hmm. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I said, I'm having wrestling, blah, blah, a pile blah. of tickets here and selling. You know, and he was, you know, took a little talking a little bit, and he was like, okay. And um, he's still a fan to this day, you know. And I guess people started going to his store that were wrestling fans and vice versa. You know, so that worked out pretty good. So I hadn't bought comic books for almost 10 years up until that point. And that's when I got hooked on comics again. Again. Because I was in there so much. Right. And at first it was like, man, maybe I should buy something. Mm-hmm. So My uh, neighbor's dogs you know, are going nuts right now. Larry and uh, Steve must be outside. Yeah, going crazy. Yeah, or I think actually uh, uh, DBA and Creep are out smoking. So right, right. They like to talk. But go ahead. But that's how I got hooked on comics again, going into Green Brain Comics. But I also go to Time Travelers in Berkeley. Yep. Yeah. Um, How long ago were you uh, promoting? Shit. Um, I'd say the first time I actually got involved with the promotion was like my second show in. You know, so 1991. Oh, really? Yeah. But that you were actually promoting? Yes. With with DBA's father, Malcolm. Okay. You know, because I, I was going to shows um, <clears throat> like 92 through 94. Um, like Lincoln Rec Center or Inkster Rec Center mm-hmm. and um, uh, Lincoln something or other. But I was watching, it was basically chasing Sabu, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching you ref, and it was like Sabu versus... Um, Too Cold Scorpio. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I remember one spot where they had, there was a ladder match or maybe it wasn't necessarily a ladder match, but there was a ladder involved. They had you stand on the ladder, and they basically, like, catapulted you in the no, ladder. No, that was Pee-wee. Was it? Yeah, Pee-wee did the catapult. Okay. You know, I was outside the ring. Okay. You know, and um, got attacked by Sabu in that match. I think that was the same match. You this know, is yeah, probably Pee-wee who, Inkster Rec Center yeah, or... Yeah, uh, Inkster, Inkster Community Center. Rec yeah, Center. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And that or, was... Or, no, that was actually Lincoln Park. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that was what, Lincoln Park. I think Inkster Rec Center was when the uh, the ring broke, and it was Sabu. No, nope. That was Lincoln Park with a ring broke. Sabu and and Two Cold Scorpio. Two Cold Scorpio. Yeah, that yeah. was Lincoln Park. And they just kept working. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kept working. Yep. You know, and that wasn't where we cut the ring at the bottom to make this happen. No, it just broke. You know, it just broke. Yeah, because yeah. But you were the ref in that one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, the crowd popped for that. Oh yeah. That was a huge crowd too. It had to be about six or seven hundred people there. I was Something sitting like in that. the uh, we were there was there was the main floor because mm-hmm. um, it was basically like an uh, an ice rink right and then we were sitting in the uh, yeah know, that the, same the, night I refereed yeah. um, the original Sheik and Sweet Daddy Malcolm yep. Monroe yep yep yeah it was supposed to be Abdullah the Butcher but yep. Abdullah Abdullah couldn't make it for whatever reason yeah and that was was that uh, that was Sheik's last American match right? that's what I've heard. Yeah. You know, I, I can't really confirm that, but I yeah. think so. And that was honestly, I didn't, I didn't realize I was seeing, you know, Malcolm Senior either at the time. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah. But um, before that, you know, um, like I said, I met DBA's father, like 1990, and uh, we struck up a conversation. And that fall, you know, long story short, I, you know, had a little training to referee, but I just kind of took to it naturally, and. Um, you know, when the went on from there, I think Malcolm had like three shows, <laughs> and stopped, and then I started working for Al Snow. Yeah, you know, all throughout Ohio. Well, and he was doing like two or three different gimmicks a show. Yeah, it was Al Snow. Not then he wasn't. Well, he was Shinobi. That was later. Okay. You know, first he was just Al Snow all over. Yeah, you but know, it was been a kangaroo, kangaroos, with, yeah. yeah, with Vinny Cass. Yep. But uh, yeah, once he, you know, a little later on, he started doing Shinobi. Yep. You know, he started doing that here. Yeah, I remember they're doing like a first blood match, and Shinobi's like, you know, head to toe uh, ninja outfit, and they did they basically did a spot where Shinobi lost a sleeve, and that's where you know I you know I think he you know gigged up. Yeah, his arm maybe so. Or, I don't remember that one. Yep. Yeah, maybe so. What Border City or something? Um, it might have been Can Am. Okay. Because I remember at the time, so I was this was again like uh, ninety two to ninety four. ECW was was wasn't quite. ECW was about ninety four, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah this was ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, and honestly, I was looking at okay, I I need to look into one of these schools, and it was basically Can Am or Al Snow had uh, uh, body slam body slammers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then I waited another twenty years. Another twenty. That's what yeah. I was about to say. I was going to say I waited twenty years until uh, Truth Martini had. Right. I'll wait till there's a good school. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck wrestling. I just want to be a ref. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, um, what are you looking forward to, man? I mean, there's some there's some uh, movies coming up. Uh, I I wrote in here. You know, I'm kind of skeptical and and not that geeked about Doctor Strange. You know, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's not, another origin story, you know, and yeah. I know his origin. I'm sick of origins, you know. Oh, I hear you. When With the whole X-Men thing. But, you know, we back, talked about it. It's like, yeah. I'm sick of seeing them become X-Men. Right. Just we go already out and know. kick some ass. God, we already know that. Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, they haven't really said a big villain for Doctor Strange, like Dormammu or something like that. You know, Baron Mordo is cool, but... You know, man, I want to see Mephisto or Baron Mordo or, you know, or some some other extra dimensional character, you know, besides Baron Mordo. You know, this like I said, it's just the origin. Do we know what's in Doctor Strange yet? Not a lot. No, no, not a whole lot. Well, they're keeping it under wraps. <laughs> well, yeah. It's still got a little bit before it comes out. What is it? Uh, is it November? 
something like that. Something like that. The next movie we're looking to is Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Margot Robbie. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, inhale on that one. You know, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. Was she in that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, maybe I didn't. What? What scene was? She wasn't the hooker that was getting the cocaine uh, blown out of her ass, was it? No, wasn't she like his wife? Oh, okay. You didn't see Wolf of Wall Street. I gotta see it. Somebody told me I can't believe that you haven't seen that movie, and I don't know what the fuck that right. I don't know what that I started watching it and um, that was awesome. Leonardo. Yeah, the girl I was dating oh, at the man. time was like, I can't watch any more of this. I'm like, all right, I'll you're gonna go home now. <laughs> so and then, <laughs> you were like, get the fuck out. Yeah. I wanna watch I this. gotta watch the rest of this damn movie that he was just snorting blow out of her ass. <laughs> so and then I yeah, I don't Yeah, know. maybe so. I think maybe we got so. a fight. My problem is just it's it's, it's a long ass movie. Is well, it? It was, it was well then he started throwing uh, and you know, he used this term lovingly, but he was throwing midgets at a Velcro wall or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a wild office party. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but him and his boy, you know, they would they would get so fucked up off of what quaaludes or something like that. Sure. And Leonardo DiCaprio, they had taken some and and they thought it didn't take effect. So he had to go somewhere and he was on the phone and all of a sudden he just like lost control of his whole body and had to crawl outside to his car. You know, he's all fucked up. Then he gets in the car, you know, puts it in reverse, doom, doom, doom. looks like he drives down the street. So long story short, the policemen come to the door, and he thought he drove perfectly home. Man, his car sure. was fucked up. He had hit there. cars and just did all kind of shit. It was hilarious. Yeah, I haven't finished watching that movie yet. I, uh, actually, we could probably swap out Golden Girls right now and put in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> it's up to you. That's okay. <laughs> I like Blanche's uh, flowing shirts. They're soothing. They're very soothing. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I mean, uh, this show. Yeah, we're obviously recording this probably the weekend that uh, Ghostbusters came out. Um, we kind of went through that. I don't yeah, think I it, didn't see that. Yeah, I, I'll. I think I'm gonna wait until. But you know, you brought up the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, let's say it was ooh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Nobody else like chimed in. Nobody gives a shit. Oh, I, I, I'll watch. No, it. There's, there's no way I'm not watching. We're wa- yeah. yeah. That, I think that'll be our next show. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because so I read where they basically came up with every iteration of of Harley Quinn uh, outfit for her to wear, and determined that whatever she's wearing now is kind of the new Fifty Two outfit. Is it? Um, yeah. When they they've sort of rebooted her. Because yeah. Suicide Squad was a, was one of the was one of the comics in New Fifty Two. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's not necessarily her origin. No. But they're doing a deal where you know I think where they're they're all getting broken out of jail essentially to become Suicide right. Squad. Yeah. Right. She's handed a bag of clothes, and in that bag of clothes are the different outfits of Harley Quinn, and one of them is the. Uh, you know the jester, uh, jester type, of, yeah, yeah, the jester outfit. And she's like, no, not that one. And then she puts on the, you know, whatever the little shorts, little, little deal. white hot pants yeah. and shit. Ooh, Marco Robbie. <laughs> we, <laughs> I don't know. We all stop when when the, when Huck starts talking. It's hot. It's hot. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now supposedly, she signed on for a couple ep- extra movies. Oh really? Okay. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know if that's they're going to do a. Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn movie. specific movie. 
uh, the next Batman movies. I honestly what. hope they don't do a, a Harley Quinn specific movie. I've not been a fan of any of her standalone series. I mean, she's she's it's a, fine, but yeah. she's a better she's a better like you know a foil like a, like someone to play off. Of yeah, rather she's than the a, sidekick yeah. or the secondary character at best. Yeah. Um, but I guess she was complaining a lot about uh, how scantily clad she's she is in this movie. So the thought is, is that she'll she be... She was full frontal in The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, we got to... We all right, we're pressing pause right now. <laughs> full frontal. <laughs> I didn't know this, really? Yes. All right, well, well all right, I'll bring that up. Later. I know these things. Yeah, I know. That's why we got you here, Ben. Key information. <laughs> yeah. Wolf of Wall Street fans yeah. know these things. Who knew Huck Fuck was those a girl and girl. key contributor to Mr. Skin? Yeah. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, I mean she she's she's wearing a little cutoff T-shirt the entire time, yeah. a little short shorts. Daddy's I mean, a little monster, a little shorts. Yeah, Does that bother you? Yeah, I know. Okay. No, well, there's I, bothered, and then there's you know, yeah. Bot, well, bot, bot, who, who, who I want to put more t- clothing on is the Joker. The Joker <sighs> walking around shirtless and yeah, yeah, and that's a weird take on the Joker. Yeah, you know? I, I'm gonna have to see it before I truly well, make well, a judgment. Well, but. not to get off the Joker, but what did you think about? Um, Lex Luthor. Oh, in oh, uh, Batman and Superman? Yeah, yeah. Dude. It's yeah. his son. Yeah. yeah that's what it, it is. It, it seems, it seems like they alluded to that, yeah. but no, not they really. Blatantly said they it. tried to play on that a little it was bit. Alexander Luthor. Right. Yeah. So it is. It's like it's a different character. Yeah, he's he's sort of Joker Lex. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. By the end of it, he was kind of closer to. Well, they shaved his head. You well, know. he acted a little yeah. less like a fucking idiot. And, I don't know. So the next movie is basically a Batman movie that shit. Ben Affleck is directing. Yeah, yeah cool. well, and Batman is in Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Affleck, Actually, the next one is the Justice League. Ben Affleck. Yeah. yeah. Be the Justice well, League. first they got to come out with Wonder Woman, which is, uh, what's her name? Wonder Woman's before the Justice League? Yeah. 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 Okay. They're doing uh, a Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are both Gail shooting right Gaddy. now. Yeah, something say, like that. Yeah. 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 What's her name? Gail she's, something. She, looks good. She's, she's smoking. She's takes place in World War II. Right? Or yeah, War, I've World seen War some One. of the stills. Well, her of it. origins it are, are similar to uh, Captain, uh, Ameri- uh, Captain, Captain America. America yeah. Where yeah. Just, Wonder Woman? Well, just she's been same, around. Same time period. Long, long oh, time. Oh, I thought you meant her actual origin. No, no I mean, just like the time. She's the time, Amazon. Timeline, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, maybe not everyone else here, but you and me and, and the DBA probably watched... Uh, Linda Carter. Oh, she's so oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, that was that was the show, dude. Yeah. I remember there was one episode where you know, I don't know, she was in like some underground pit and there was some kind of I I have I have very fond memories of Batgirl. Oh yeah, Batgirl for Yvonne Craig. Yes, uh, uh, tied up in Catwoman's, uh, you know, whatever whiskers, and with uh, wriggling around on the on the lawn of some place trying to get out. Yeah, and bad, then I, bad girl was hot. Oh yeah, well that was. Uh, um, well, there were a couple different Batgirls. The first Batgirl. No, I'm talking about from. The oh no no Batgirl. I'm sixty t- series. Yeah, I'm thinking Catwoman. There was a couple different Catwomen. Back then too, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eartha um, Kitt was a Catwoman. Eartha Kitt yeah. before Kit, Eartha Kitt was uh, Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar. Yep. Yeah, and then and then when they did, they finally did the movie. It was and it was lame. 
What was her name? Well, that movie Michelle was Pfeiffer. no good. Yeah. Michelle oh, no, Pfeiffer. I mean, no, no, no. Hanley no, Berry. The, the oh, the Hanley Hanley Berry. Berry. Yeah, yeah, that was Halle Berry. In the 60s. In that the was 60s. Julie Newmar. No, it wasn't They had a Julie Catwoman Newmar. movie? It was, like no, no. They did, they did Batman 66. But then they did the Batman movie where oh, it was yeah. all the all villains everybody together. Was, right, yeah. but they didn't have Julie Newmar or no. Eartha Kitt. It was, um, oh, shitballs. I can't remember. Everybody talk. I saw that too, but I can't think who it was. Alicia Silverstone. No, that, she wasn't oh. even born yet. <laughs> she wasn't even born. <laughs> yeah, we went way back to the original Batman series. Lee Merriweather. Yeah. Oh, yes. Lee Merriweather. There you Thank go. you. Yeah, and that was terrible. Yeah, no, yeah. that was no good. Yeah. She had been in a lot of stuff, Lee Merriweather. Oh, sure. Well, she, she's a name, yeah. but mm-hmm. she's... But she wasn't, yeah. yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. So was Halle Berry. Halle Berry was a yeah, name in her movie. Yeah, that's still Mar- yeah. Or Eartha Kitt. Which both had different takes on Catwoman. Right. And both yeah. of them were seducing the fuck out of friggin' Adam West yeah. Batman. Yeah. 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 That was kind of her jam. That Absolutely. Was, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was uh, so weak, though, but go ahead. Which one? <laughs> From the series, the old series. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like that, I mean, seriously, like that could do. I loved it. It was my shit as a kid, but yep. looking back. They couldn't fight. They could, we were just talking about Man, the, the Green Hornet and Kato came on once and kicked well, their ass. Yeah. They were all turned into. They were all turned Bruce into, Lee was whipping Robin's ass. <laughs> they are all turned into postage stamps. Yeah. <laughs> that was why. No, Bruce question. Lee didn't give him a single shot. No. Hell no. He just. There's like, no question. He shot on him the I'm whole thing. <laughs> Bruce Lee don't play no games. It's right. like, no, I'm not selling for this motherfucker. <laughs> <No>. His name's <laughs> Robin. <laughs> he has some yellow tights. <laughs> All right. I mean, as far as the rest of the shit to talk about, I mean, I wrote down uh, 72-year-old Mick Jagger and his 29-year-old girlfriend is no. pregnant. What the fuck? <laughs> That's, oh. I mean, it's Mick Jagger, but... Uh, he's got a 29 year old girlfriend for one. I mean, obviously he's rich as fuck. Stop hating. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm 72. Hate. More of the problem. I hope I have me a year old. The thing is, if is my that, wife's not still alive, you know, let's put that on the record. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. But I, I'm just surprised not blowing dust anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm more is the fact that uh, I mean, I'm old as shit when I had my first kid. Yeah, and he's older than shit. Hmm. And I mean that kid's not gonna know him at all. No. That's that's the thing that I, I no, look at. No, when that kid's five, I mean yeah. Mick Jagger's probably got another ten years, maybe. Let's just be honest. Yeah. And but, that, that kid's not gonna remember know who the fuck his dad is. And by then his twenty nine year old girlfriend's not gonna have anything to do with him either. No, and then yeah, they're, they're gonna yeah. be filthy. They're gonna be rich right? as oh, hell. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Oh he's yeah. gonna have he'll, a he'll know who his dad is. His dad yeah. was Mick Jagger. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? <laughs> he'll know. He'll be reminded every day. Oh yeah. That's just wrong. That's still wrong. Damn, man, dude, gotta get some pussy. What's up? Oh, no, 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 no don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, I mean if when you're 72 70... and you can still bang, and then yeah, talk. How old is she? 20, what? 29. My man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, the thing is, Mick Jagger, he got that long tongue, so, you know, he's doing more than just. <laughs> I never the, paid that much. What do you think he's doing? The routine. What do you think he's doing? He's, you know, Here we go. having some, you know. Dining, he might be dining a little bit on um, with a long tongue. Yeah, you know? what do you think, Dickie Bronson? What do you think of that? You trying to see if I have a long tongue, Dickie? Mm-hmm. We know butterscotch. Threaten me with a good time, <laughs> dirty old <laughs> fucking man. I heard about you. 
Yeah. It's uh, all fiction. You think I'm going to drop it? No, here we go. I'm just going to lean back. Go ahead. Lean back. <laughs> lean back. Uh, all right. Other things I wrote down. Um, Batman Killing Joke is playing in theaters. Uh, they're dropping it on DVD, but on theaters on only on one day, Monday the 25th, July 25th. I just dropped the first edition on eBay. Really? Killing Joke. Today. The first edition, because yeah, you no, just I'm up- I'm uh, curious as to what that because I at the MSU surplus uh, media sale they had it going for sixty. Yeah, well, I started my bidding off at twenty. Okay, because you know, I don't so, want to get it, and then it jumped somebody to you know to bid ten dollars and yeah, sure, and end up winning. <laughs> but yeah, I put just put that on today. What do you what oh, do you feel cool. that's worth? Oh man, just sixty, seventy bucks. Yeah, sixty is a you fair know, if amount. It's not graded, yeah. you know, but. People have their comics graded, but damn, you you know who's gonna buy them for that much? You know? Oh, exactly. And that's the thing with uh, with all collectibles; they're only worth as much as somebody's somebody gonna pay, pay for, for them. It, yeah. yeah, I put a loose Quicksilver Marvel Legends on today, and somebody already bid it ten dollars on it. You know, it's nine days left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. See so what you, happens, man. I mean, your your sales are going pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, sold a X Men. God, what is it, 105? Which one is that where the Phoenix is, you know, the first appearance is Jean Grey as the Phoenix? I know what you're talking about. I don't know the number, but yeah. yeah. So I bought, paid for like $1 for it when this dude bought a box of comics in my printing shop years mm-hmm. ago. I paid him like $20 for the whole thing, you know, and that was one of them that was in there. I sold nice. it for 125 bucks. Yep. That was my lot. double. I already had one. Wow. So, oh, that's your double. <laughs> yeah. That's how it's done. Yeah. So, okay, anyone that wants to find your uh, eBay sales, what are they looking for? B.A. Huck, one, two, three. Yeah? Yeah, and B.A. Huck, that's my son, Brandon. Okay. You know, he's B.A. Huck. What, what are you, so right now you've got Killing Joke? Killing Joke I just put on there. Um, a few Daredevil, some X-Men, Fantastic Four. Man, it's some odd shit like The Cat, number one, and Chillers, number one, Frankenstein, number one. <laughs> Things like that. You know, I just went and grabbed some things. Up. This is all doubles. Uh, not those last three. Right. You're I actually like, went into my collection and got these. those. Yeah, fuck yeah. those. You know? <laughs> <laughs> fuck those, but please buy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah please buy them. Yep. <laughs> but, um, you know, mostly um, the Marvel Legends characters still in the package. Um, Marvel Universe more, mm-hmm. you know, than the Marvel Legends. The Marvel Legends are the big ones. You know, these are like the three, three and three quarter ones. But all in the package, you know, people bid on them. So man. these are figures? Yeah, action okay. figures. Yeah, okay. Action figures, yeah. Marvel action figures, you know. So what are you buying right now? I mean, you're kind of... Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> I stopped so, buying action it. figures. I stopped buying comics. You know, I have a huge wrestling magazine collection. And it's only maybe half of it left because I lost most of it in a flood. Oh. But I still have 13 boxes of wrestling magazines. Yeah. You know, to go back to the 50s, 60s, 70s. You should come up to the House of Truth. We you know. just got like eight stacks really? all across the top of the TV. They're all old. Really? They're awesome. Magazines? Yeah. Because somebody, like I remember somebody dropped off like a shit ton of DVDs. DVDs? Yeah. Who just dropped off? Let's not all talk about VHS tapes. Oh, we got VHS tapes not. too. Oh man. my God. I got um, tubs check of VHS it out. tapes. Dude. Like, you know, we have our own little library. A lot of yeah. Ring of Honor, a lot of PWG, yeah. lots and lots and lots of mm-hmm. WWE, yeah. F. You know, there's tape, the uh, VHS tapes, yeah. and uh, yeah, these magazines are from 
early like that. Right. And they're they're all awesome. Just yeah, like I got all the old body presses great. from Cobol. Yeah, you know all that's that kind awesome. of stuff, man. Yeah. Oh, really? The old programs? Yeah, that's the truth, man. Completely. Really? Yeah. Oh, I hope. Why are you looking at me like that? No, those are just <laughs> awesome. Those are just awesome. I I mean, that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I used shit. to get them. You know, any city I would go to, I would look for yeah. bookstores and buy magazines. If they had wrestling magazines or comics, I was buying them. You know, if I went to L.A., if I went to Nashville, you know, when I was in Georgia, mm-hmm. you know. And when I was in college, I actually could see the Omni from my dorm room, mm-hmm. you know. So Georgia Championship Wrestling was there, and I could see it, you know. I'd sure watch wow. Atlanta Hawks games and yeah. 1-800-THE-OMNI. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was sweet, Dominic right? Wilkins. I used to go to the Omni all the time and see Georgia Ch- and Buzz Sawyer against Tommy Rich, you know, <laughs> all that stuff, man, back in the, in the 80s when I was What in were you Atlanta. doing there? I was in college in Atlanta. That's where you went to school? Yeah. Where at? It's called Morris Brown. Okay. If you ever saw Drumline, yep. you ever see yep. that? That yep. was one of the college, Morris, Morris Brown. He, was, he went to Morris Brown in the college. I mean, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's where I went. And um, encountered Tony Atlas when I was there. He bench pressed me over his head. <laughs> you know, he was, that was my was... first encounter with wrestling. Oh, really? In 1980. Huh? Tony Atlas pressed me over his head. He came up to the school. He was doing a, a weightlifting exhibition. And, of course, I was a mark at the time and yeah. watched it at 6.05, yeah. you know, on the regular, you know. I didn't care if a girl was in the room or not. I was watching hey, wrestling. wrestling's on, yeah. You know, get yeah. the fuck Shut up. up. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fuck you know? yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he was up there, and he was right in the midst of his feud with the Mongolian Stomper, you know. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. He just died not long right. ago, Archie Goldie. But um, Tony Atlas is like, Pressing like four or five hundred pounds or something like that, and my dumb ass, I holler out Mongolian stomper, you know, something Uh-oh. like that. Uh-oh. He gets up, you know, all the Starts football working. players they didn't like me anyway. He pushed me forward, you know, said that, you know, pointed at me, saying that's who said it. So Tony Atlas grabbed me, you know, pressed me over his head. You know, I was like, oh shit! But that was my first encounter with. Being in the business, I guess. <laughs> and then you said, "Fuck it, I'm going to ref the fuck out of this shit." Yeah. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> it didn't come until much later. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. This was 1980. I didn't have my first ref. The match I ref for the first time was in '91. Mm-hmm. You know, so good. Eleven years later. How? Do, okay. I mean, we don't usually talk a lot of wrestling here, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, we got it's turned into the Huck Shoot interview. Right? <laughs> no, we got Huck and we got DBA here. I feel like we got ask, we got origins here. We already talked Caden's origins. Yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll save that because in about five years we'll just drop that episode. But what? Uh, okay, so Tony Atlas pressed you, mm-hmm. and then you waited ten years and said, "Okay, now I'm going to be a ref." No, what? no, it didn't happen like that. You know, I. Ran into DBA's father. Right. You know, um, I think it was a Rite Aid or a Perry Drugstore at the time. And um, man, my wife, we went in there. Revco. Arbor no, Drugs. It was Arbor. It was Perry, Revco, or no, it was Perry, probably Perry or Arbor. Yeah. A&P and then Arbor. Yeah. Yep. But I saw Malcolm Sr. in there, and I told my wife, I said, oh, I recognize him. He's, you know, a wrestler. You know, she's like, why don't you go say something? I was like, no, you know. So you're already I, married. I never, yeah, I was married already. Mm-hmm. I was about 29, okay. something like that. And um, so she made me go say something. And, of course, he kayfabe me. He, <laughs> said, <laughs> he said no. And I was, then I got mad being me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm persistent like How, that. What year was this? 90. Okay. 1990. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, finally he said, yeah, yeah. And he gave me an ink pen. 
and it had Sweet Daddy Malcolm Monroe on it. So I was like, cool, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Then I ran into him again maybe six months later or less, something like that. You know, that could have been 89, and then when I ran into him again was 1990. You know, at another drugstore, it was still Perry's, and we talked for a long time at this point. And, um, you know, me and my friend, Frantic Frank, I don't know if you guys know Frantic Frank, I know Malcolm and, and, and Creep, you know Frantic Frank. But um, we had talked about having wrestling on TV and just showing matches from around the world, not our own wrestling shows, but just showing, because I hated the WWE at the time. Yeah. You know, and I, I got turned on to Bruiser Brody from Puerto Rico and, Hell yeah. you know, Ooh. Japan and, you know, stuff from yeah. Mexico That's and true. Bruiser Brody and Stan Hansen, the crowd is running from him and, and shit like that. And I was like, damn, you know, this shit is really good. You know, power bombing people on the floor, you know. <laughs> And they weren't doing that in the WWE. So me and Frank was like, man, we should, you know, get our own TV show and, and show people wrestling from all these different places, you know, because it's not just the WWE. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, I talked to Malcolm about that, and I said, well, how much will it cost to run a show? $50,000. <laughs> I swear. He wasn't fucking around. Yeah, he no. worked me again. He said, yeah. $50,000. I was like, well, forget that. <laughs> And, um, you know, but it, long story short, we exchanged numbers because I had a printing um, shop at the right. time. I, you know, did business cards and tickets and flyers and wedding invitations, that type of thing. So he called me up and um, he said, um, guess what? I was like, what's up? You know, he's like, um, I'm going to start running wrestling shows again. I was like, damn, sweet. You know, and, and he said, um, what, you want a referee? And I was like, what? I had never thought about refereeing. I, Never even crossed my mind. And I was like, you know, sure, I'll, you know, I'll do it. And so me, him, the bug, um, <laughs> man, who else was there? I missed the bug. Uh, little Joey. Yeah. You know, who's with Kid Rock. Yeah, yeah. You know, Joe, Joe, Joe C. C. Yeah. Joe, Joe C. C. Yeah, was there. Yeah. And this other motherfucker, Joe Lake, which is another long ass story. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we, you know, took me to the gym. And, you know, while they were supposedly training this Joe Lake, you know, to wrestle, I refereed while they were training him. They were teach, yeah, training you how to right, ref. Right. All right. So that's that's what I did. And then, you know, the first show was in January. I think this was like November. This was like November. I'm sorry, I keep turning away from the mic. It's okay, man. When he yeah. um, took me into the gym. So January was the first show. And he said, you know, well, that phone call, he said, well, do you know who the main event is? I was like, what? He was like, the Sheik and Bobo Brazil. I almost shit myself. No you shit, know? yeah. I mean, that was, the Sheik and Bobo was like Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair yeah. here in Detroit, you know? So, so real quick, DBA, uh, that time frame, what were, you, what were you doing about that? I was the ring boy around that time. Really? Taking the jackets back to the... Yeah. Okay. Because there's yeah. pictures of you, I mean, literally as a little bit taller than Malcolm three, but identical. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like 15, 16, yeah, 17. Yeah. Walking with Bobo, yeah. Bobo Brazil. The yeah. Sheik back yeah. to the ring with him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, and that what, was, what was that promotion real quick? That was Midwest championship. Yeah. Wrestling, yeah, yeah. Okay. Midwest championship wrestling. And, um, that first show, our main event, Bobo and the Sheik, you know, and the Sheik cut me open, you know, head bleeding yeah, yeah. and shit, you know, but I thought it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> shit, no <laughs> shit. You had the honor to be that. Yeah, you know, you know, because back then they didn't smarten you up. No, nope. you know, your dad, happened. your dad was like, um, and the sheik's gonna get you. 
you know, I was like, okay, he's going to hit me or something like that. I yeah. wanted him to throw fire. Yeah. That's what I wanted. <laughs> so my Mark ass back in the locker room yeah. was like, hey, Sheik, you should throw fire at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got something special for you. Right, Not right. knowing that I could have got cut. I got, I got something special for you, kid. Don't worry. Even in the back, we'll he, he could have cut me. <laughs> you know, I'm talking to the Sheik, telling him what to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that was back. I mean, all right, we're going to... Uh, <laughs> There was a heel locker room. There was a, a face locker room. No, not at this point. No. You know, the heel face locker room was at Kobo. Yeah. You know, they didn't have that. And, you know, this was Azteca Hall. Okay. You know, this was a little small joint down in southwest Detroit. On Werner, I think it was, called Azteca Hall. Right. So it was just, it was one big locker room, you know. But, you know, in that locker room was the Sheik, Bobo Brazil. That night, Rob Van Dam was there. You Sabu. know, Sabu was there. Al, Al Snow, Snow was on the show. This is when I was showing know? up because yeah. basically I was reading about Sabu and, and Rob Van Dam, um, you know, in, in the, the different, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sheets. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Rob Van Dam was part of the International Patriots. Yep. You know, him and Dango, mm-hmm. they were the tag team and went against um, Al Snow and Mike Kelly, Mike I think. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Yep. Yeah, but. I remember uh, one of the—I don't know if it was the last show I went to, but one of the one of the last shows I went to, um, you know, I think it was at the Inkster Rec Center or whatever. But Mike Kelly, you know, whatever show—I think it was one of the Doink shows when Doink <laughs> was out of the WWE at the, that WWE was at the time. Midwest Territorial, yeah, yeah, that and, was Gary uh, Warnchuk, you know, a, uh, Chris Carter, yeah, it was totally Gary, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, limo pulls in from the outside, and that, that's uh, that was the introduction to uh, Machine Gun. Oh Mike yeah, Kelly. He, he had just started doing that gimmick. Yeah, you know? and it was the coolest thing ever mm-hmm. as a dude. Just he came out to like, the old music from was it the Untouchables? Something like something that. Like yeah, that. And I can't just, think of the but name. But pulling of the song. in in a limo, got out, and he had the the you know, long the, the trench, pinstripe, yeah, the pinstripe pants. Yeah, had his valet, his, his wife her name Cookie. Cookie, yeah. it's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was cool as hell. I'm like, this yeah. is cool as hell. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, he was Midwest Territorial Champion for a while. Al Snow, Bruiser Bedlam. Yeah, that was Bruiser my boy. Bedlam Bruiser was Bedlam. all over the place. Oh, yeah. that was my boy. Yeah, he was a trip, man. Why is that? He was, Why? Just, he he was, was my the drinking real buddy. deal. He was the real deal. That's my drinking buddy. Really? <laughs> yeah, Bruiser Bedlam. So, how, so this is like 91, 92, 93. Uh, no, nine, he came in later. No, he for came us. in like nine before. I, I think it was before. No, I was in the service. It was like ninety five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it was okay. right when I got it was, out. This so. was after Midwest Oriel stopped running. Okay. You know, and then Bruiser Bedlam came to work for Insane Championship Wrestling. That which was you. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was me, your game. It was really Malcolm Senior, but he for some reason I was the co promoter. Right. <laughs> you know. And, you know, I was booking, you know, a lot of the talent, not really the matches, you know, like calling the matches, but yep. sometimes I would put the matches together. Real know, quick, we're going to say goodnight talent. to GQ. You're about to go, GQ. Thank you, babe. Squad goals. Thanks, Candy Gold Man. Gold girls. Thank mm-hmm. you, baby. All right. We've been talking for a while. But it's cool, man. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Fun, Thanks, babe. <laughs> See you guys. Bruiser Bedlam came over. You know, from Canada. And those were, you know, it was only maybe three, three, four shows maybe that he came in. Uh-huh. You know, one, he wrestled Ian Rotten. One was New Jack. New Jack. 
And One, he just came in and beat up like Briar Wellington yeah, and, and, and Pierre, Rob Abrams yeah. and somebody else. I can't remember who the third guy was. I think it was Pierre Francois. It was somebody. Pierre. Yeah. I remember Briar being all pissed off because he didn't want to get beat up because he thought he was the shit. <laughs> and he was like 16. <laughs> right, right. And he didn't want Bruiser Bedlam to beat him up, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, he, you know, had some wild matches, you know, bloody matches with New Jack and Ian Rotten. You know, during that time, Insane Championship Wrestling, we kind of changed a whole lot of shit, mm-hmm. you know, because it, up until that point, really it started before that with Midwest Championship Wrestling. Um, I love all the guys around here, you know, so hopefully nobody gets offended. But, you know, early on when I first got in, I said, man, shit need to change. You know, it was, it was just too basic. You know, nothing special was going on with the matches and the wrestlers. And um, I got booked in Toronto, or near Toronto, and um, that's where I saw first saw, you know, Adam Copeland and Joey Legend, you know, and Johnny Swinger and right. Alf Wago. This is where we're shows. getting into the like, yeah, you know, kind of the late the late nineties. No, this was still early nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, ninety four, ninety four. Oh wow, yeah, okay. this was ninety four, and I was like, man, you know, they you know they need to come to Detroit. So I got their phone numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, also on that show, Sean Morley was on there. Oh, yeah. You know, that's Val Venus. Val Venus, yeah. And his partner was like, he went to um, Puerto Rico. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. He didn't get as big as the other guys. But I was like, man, we need to be, bring these dudes to Detroit. You know, so I told Malcolm about him. He's like, come ahead, bring them on in, you know. So they came in and worked Lincoln Park. Malcolm Sr. Yeah. Malcolm Sr. Yeah. Yep. He told me to just bring them, book them, you know. <laughs> so brought all of those guys in and things changed. You know, the style of wrestling here in Michigan wasn't, to me, up to, up to the level it should be. Right. You know, and these guys kind of changed that whole at, work rate thing that was... At that time, there. though, um, Edge, mm-hmm. uh, Adam Copeland, he was under, like, a certain kind of WWE contract where they're... Not yet. Not yet? No, okay. this was before then. Okay, because they, they had given I think it... this was his first time coming in wrestling okay. in the States was for it, us. There was a point where they finally said, or they gave him a contract where, like, okay, we're going to supplement you, but just keep doing what you're doing on, on the indie scene, and then we'll bring you in. Yeah, this, this was much later, though. Okay. You know, I, I think he hadn't even... We hadn't even moved, changed buildings yet. Maybe when we moved over to the Palladium. From Azteca Hall. From Azteca Hall. And Palladium was in the Troy. Roseville. Roseville. Yeah. Like where that old Kmart used to be. Right. Um, okay. Right. All right. Not far Tim from Hot Rock, Rock over yeah. that area. You know, and this Grasher. is off Grashit. Grashit, yeah. yeah. Grashit and Frazio. What am I thinking of on, uh, oh, fuck. The Motor City Sports Club, that's where we were on Grand River. Yeah. You know, the old building. Okay. You know, and shit was crazy over there, man. Yeah. We set, <laughs> set cars on fire and... Just all kind of stuff. Right? Wrestling. Whatever. Yeah, you had the first barbed wire thumbtack matches in Michigan there. Just all that stuff, man, was going on. And, you know, the talent that was in that little place was insane. You know, literally. You know, yeah, not playing on the yeah. name, but, not you know, that, yeah. the names I mentioned, Christian Cage, yep. you know, Rhino was on the show. Yep. Sexton Hardcastle, that was Adam Copeland. Right, right. Joey Legend, who was Just Joe. The Headbangers, Bruiser Bedlam, New Jack. You know, man, just so many people were there. Bull pain, you know, mm-hmm. plus all the, you know, local guys that have, that came up later, you know, um, we used to bring in 
JT Lightning, mm-hmm. you know, Briar Wellington was on the show. Rhino started. Rhino there. started. You know, he started in Midwest Championship mm-hmm. actually under a hood as the really? the Avenger. Rhino? Yeah, Rhino. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I wore that same hood my very that first match. Yeah? That yeah. was the DBA first yeah, that was match. The very, yeah, I wore that same hood. He let me borrow it. I didn't have a mask, though. He let me borrow it. That's awesome. Right. That's right. fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Rhino but, was trained by Scott Demore and... Uh, and, it, and Denny Cass. Yeah. yeah, yeah over in, in, in Windsor. Windsor. Yeah, yeah, but over here, too, he trained. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he trained with Malcolm's dad, too. Okay. Yeah, I'd go over there and, you know, actually... And, if he remembers or not, I think me and Frantic Frank got him to do the gore the first time. You know, he was in the ring, you know, and they were, you know, they, they were taking bumps in the corner of the shoulder, you know, yeah. bumps. And we was like, man, you should just, like, charge into him and, you know, you're like the, a rhino. You know, a rhino. I, I had him do his legs. Gore you know? that fucker, yeah. <laughs> and he charged into him, you know. That's when he first started doing the gore. Was that, uh, so back then, um, WWE or F, had that, uh, oh, what was that character? Minotaur? Yeah. Whatever. And he had those, like, kind of club foot. And it yeah. seemed like Rhino's character was a. Minotaur? Didn't he come up with, like, fur and horns? Well, he had a yeah. fucking, he had a, he had a fucking head <laughs> that he wore. And right. he took that off. And he had these, like, cut off. His right. feet were just wide and short. And it seemed like all of a sudden after that, then you know you saw ECW and Rhino showed up, and it seemed like Rhino's character. Kinda, really? I, I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> I have to see a picture of the Minotaur. I don't oh, see Rhino. It's, it's you know what now. I'm I don't gonna, see I'm Rhino. Get killed I think, for the, I think the timing maybe off. Minotaur money came out way before. Okay. And I'm not. I'm but it just seemed year. like. But I don't, I'm trying to see the comparison. That was oh. kind of the WWF. You know, at the yeah. time, yeah, he was kind, kind of. of a, you know, a circus version of it. Yeah, okay. he was during the, wasn't he during, like, the new era, whatever yeah. it is? It was before the... the uh, yeah, that's when I was hating it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hating it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they, just, I, like, Raw wasn't Raw. Then. No. Yeah. No. That's, that's, a, that's the no, point Warzone I tapped out of it, too. Then. Yeah. yeah. Right. Warzone. It was <laughs> right. the, something. The Poughkeepsie whatever show, you know. Um, all right, uh, you know, and I don't yeah, but we, I don't you know, we had a that. we I'm had a lot of lot of dudes that going. came through here in Detroit. Like I said, Rob yeah. Van Dam and Sabu, mm-hmm. you know, were probably the you know during that time the first two to break out, kind of, you know, and um, Rob Van Dam, you know, went on to you know do a lot of stuff, you know, in ECW like Sabu. Well, I used to go see them, but at, first uh, they went to Memphis. Oh, they actually worked for um, Jerry Lawler. Yeah, Down in which, Memphis when they were still here. And didn't that break into Smoky Mountain as well? No, that was different. Okay. No, Jerry Lawler in Memphis was... Right, you know, Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain was Cornette. Yeah, no, I Okay, yeah. That was Jim Cornette. But they went down there and, you know, have on tape somewhere Sabu and Jeff Jarrett, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, this was before ECW. I'm just thinking Michigan locally. I was going to... Um, the Wayne Ford Civic League. Yep, GLW. And it, yeah, and I was I was seeing uh, Rob Van Dam, Rip Sabu. Malibu. What? Who? Rip Malibu. No, this that wasn't that wasn't GLW. That was Sabu's yeah. promotion at that point. Was it? Yeah. yeah. GLW was Sam Farmer. No, GLW oh. was Mike, Mike Kelly. Kelly. Oh, Who was right. Sam Farmer then? What was his? You don't want to even talk about. All right. We won't no, no, Sam is. So, Sam, but I just Sam's remember. My boy. I'm just know. talking about who was on the card. So it was it was Rob Van Dam, Sabu, and like Dan Severin. Right. Um, Those that was Sabu's yeah. promotion. Okay. You know they ran at the Wayne Ford Civic League. Yep. 
and at the um, Lincoln and in Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah, right. That's right. what I was going to. Yeah, and he had like and at, at six what, six six on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> at what point did so XICW didn't start up until two thousand two thousand? Okay, mm-hmm. so we're not even there yet. Yeah, you're not okay. Even, no, right. not no. even there yet. Not even you know? nowhere near. Mm-hmm. No. Because later on, you know, Malcolm, once he got out of the Air Force, right, mm-hmm. you know, he started, you know, working mm-hmm. and under a hood, you know, That's as awesome. DBA still, but mm-hmm. had a hood on. It, real uh, quick. A mask. DBA For Dickie Bronson, that's a mask. Always <laughs> dirty black assassin? Yeah, always. Does that mean anything else? Database administrator, I guess. I okay, thank See, you. I, I, and I always thought it was uh, doing business. Doing business. Too, doing business. Too, yeah. yeah. When we first started going to Excise shows, I'm like, well, I'm an IT guy. That's database administrator. It's like, and no, he was, I, yeah, no, it's I've the, written a lot of business uh, as, and employment then you, contracts. And you and dropped and a friggin', you know, N Bomb Central uh, <laughs> promo, and it turned out to be uh, Dirty Dirty Black Assassin, and we both just went, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad gave me that name. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And your dad named uh, um, Ian Decay as well. Yeah. Okay. I decided to just keep and track Ian Rodden it. tried to shoot on him at Almada Hall. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. his name was Ian Decay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was saying, I'm the only Ian. Right. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, have, I have it on VHS. I mean, we're, we're going places that this he was, podcast he was doesn't normally some shots. go. But it, he was throwing some shots. shots. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, uh, so where would we leave off? Um, I think we're still in... No, we're at the Motor City Sports Club, moved over to the Palladium. At the Palladium, guys like D'Lo Brown came in and, man, uh, Reckless Youth. Anybody remember Reckless Youth? Yep. You know, he was there. You know, we still had Sex and Violence coming in with Joey Legend and Sexton Hardcastle and Christian Cage was coming in. Rhino was there. Rick Matrix had still been there all this time, Mm -hmm. you know, through all of this. He was like the face of ICW at one point. Psycho Rick. Yeah, which where I'm, I'm kind of taking this. We'll get into wrestling plugs here in a minute, but we'll obviously get into XICW Proving Ground, right? And you know, Sick Rick Matrix has a history. Oh yeah, big and, you know and, multi yeah. multi championship winner. You know, here in Michigan for my promotion, DBA's promotion, his dad's promotion. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's no newcomer, man. No, but yeah, you know, from man, where am I? Palladium. You then know, the, you, that's when you rock. started working yeah. at the Palladium. I started working at the Palladium, right. yeah. Right. Then, you know, then the guy, the manager from the Palladium said, hey, I have another building, you know, that I want to take you to. And it was um, called the Metropole at the time, which is now the Hot Rod. And, man, at that point, man, I it's looked, I was like, you came the Ritz. Yeah, yeah. And I was, yeah, that's the Ritz now. Right. Damn, I'm still old. Yeah. I can't remember. But, um. But it was a I hot was like, rocks man, this place is too nice, man. It, it looked nice. Mm-hmm. The floor was all shiny, and the wood looked all clean. And what, where? Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Right. I was like, you want to have wrestling here? I was like, damn. And I was like, okay, you know, and look at it now. But now, where does uh, where does uh, Hellfire Wrestling come in? Hellfire is that just before going to the Ritz. Oh shit. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah I just, it was. I, I want to throw that in there because that was the first uh, like homegrown independent wrestling show that I've ever been yeah, to. Yeah, I'm trying to and think. And I remember you had parked in front of us, and we got our windows busted. In yeah, there. my window too. Yeah, that's I, right. You were, you right were behind for, me. Yeah, I remember. I was that. So I was pissed. Like, was dude, that? Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of heat, or that was just the crowd. No, that was the area. You okay. know, we were parked on Andrews. Yeah. No, no, that was the majestic. Yeah, the majestic. And we were parked on a side street. Yeah, I had a van. But and I had to show. take Dirty Don Montoya to the hospital. He had broken his ankle. 
Really? Yeah, in that match. Yeah, that was the first time I ever seen like independent wrestling, and uh, like I knew Bubba and Josh from working mm-hmm. where they worked. I met them earlier, and it was like. Yeah, this had to be maybe the time we were at the Metropole, maybe. Yeah, okay. I think so. And that's when I found out about ICW at the time, I believe. Right. Hot Rocks. So. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I went to there, and, you know, man, I'm trying to think. No, then then Malcolm came in, DBA. Yep. And he's, you know, started, you know, which is right. You know, it's his father, you know, his son. Mm -hmm. He, you know, took over the reins. You know of Midwest Championship Wrestling, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, and started bringing in a lot of do- different guys. Yeah, I started scouting and bringing in different yep. guys. Mm-hmm. Yep, Mister Insanity was one of the guys you you found, right? Mister mm-hmm. Insanity, brain damage, brain damage. UConn Braxton. Uh, it was a I don't quite know. a few. Yeah, it was quite a few that I brought up here. So I mean, as we, you know, and I, uh, you know, I, I'm only a few years into this. You know, I hear you talk about booking best in Detroit and 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 XI shows. These are guys. I mean, the names that come in for these shows, you've known them for years and years and years. Yeah, a lot of I mean, them. These are just people. While. These are just people you pull up in your phone book, your your you know black book, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Why does it gotta be a black book, Rick? <laughs> it's just a term. <laughs> fuck, man. It's just a term. <laughs> um, but so so now wrestler we're, Rolodex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Thank you. Yeah. But so now we're now we're at the point where where Malcolm DBA mm-hmm. is, is running shows or starting up. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, even in between this, it's a lot of left out stuff. Sure. Know? Oh yeah. Like I mean, how we're, Midwest we're territorial, we're you know, it's all the heat between the promotions mm-hmm. and everybody yeah. trying to shut Man. us down. You know, no it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. a lot of heat back then. It's different now it's than totally it was back then. Yeah. It's totally different. Totally different. Totally different. Who was trying to shut you down? It, it was just everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody was against everybody. We yeah. weren't innocent, yeah. you know, on some of the things that were going on, you know, but I think we would have left everybody else alone if they had left us alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, but um, I remember, you know, and, you know, I'm just, you know, telling the truth. Mike Kelly called me up on the phone, and um, they had just taken the title off of him in Midwest Territorial, and he called me up about working for Midwest Championship Wrestling. You know, Malcolm. And, um, hey, sorry, Mike, I'm just telling you like it is. But um, he called me on the phone and said, hey, you know, I want to work for Midwest Championship Wrestling, but I got to call all my own matches. You know, I should be in the main event. You know, I don't want to, don't pay me in food stamps, you know, or I'm going to run my own promotion. I was like, dude, you need to run your own promotion, you know, and that's how Midwest or, um, Great Lakes Wrestling started. Okay. You know, I was like, dude, you need to run your own promotion. Yeah, the limo you thing know? I saw was long before that. Yeah, that then. was before. That yeah. was Midwest Territorial. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I was like, you know, how you going to call and, you know, say that to somebody, you know, I'm going to call my own matches, I'm in the main event, and don't pay me in food stamps. The fuck? So I was like, run your own promotion. Mm-hmm. I, you know? I don't know that I've ever seen you pay anyone in food stamps. No, I, I you know, I didn't know I where they that. came from. <laughs> that must have been that. some years ago or something. <laughs> now it's an EBT card. It ain't food yeah. stamps. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd gladly take that. That's the majority of my spending. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, it was dirty back then. You yeah. know, I, I can give a quick story real quick. So we're talking early 2000? No, 90s still. We're still in the 90s. Okay. Like 96. Okay. Guy managed my dad. I'm not going to say his name yet because it's going to be at the end of this little thing. Yeah. Uh, managed my dad. He went on to do his own thing. First person he called, DBA. 
Hey, I need you to come work for me. What? I work for my dad. How much your dad paying you? I told him, hey, I'll double that. No, nah, bro, that's my dad. Yeah. To this day, the guy worked for me now. It's right. Johnny Diamond. Right. Oh. That's how dirty it was back then. Wow. You know, he tried mm-hmm. to steal me from my dad, and now he worked for me. Right. It was crazy. It was crazy. And you had, you know, the I think at that time we had the, what was it, 438 numbers? Yeah. Was that it, 438 mm-hmm. something? And there was a promotion around called War. Not the one in Ohio, right. in Lima. It was the backyard one, promotion. The backyard. Yeah, backyard. Yeah, man, they promotion. used to go on there and just hammer us, <laughs> you know, on the hotlines and shit. Oh. You know, saying that they were better. This is back at the yeah, back you know, those hotlines. None days. of them were yeah. trained, and we had, you know, these guys who went on to be world champions yeah. working for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was all that stuff that was going on all the time, you know? You know, coming to the shows with their belts and shit around their shoulders. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but we sucked. We had Rhino and Edge and Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah, terrible, terrible. <laughs> but they were selling tickets. Yeah. You know, but it was all to their buddies in high school, you know. Wow. And they were saying, oh, we got more people in that type and of thing. And then buying tickets to your Right, shows. exactly. Yeah. You know, so it was crazy. Wow. So, all right. So at that point, I mean, XI started and. No, no we, we no. still ain't at XI. Still ain't at XI. <laughs> you know, I think, I think, you know, there's some gap in here that, yeah, I, yeah. that I don't know because I, you know, went to ECW. I was going to ask, like. 98. Yeah. Nine, yeah, you went like 98. 98. Yeah, yeah okay. that's when I went to ECW. You How'd know? you get the call to ECW? I called them. Really? You know, not directly them, but I called Sabu. Uh-huh. You know, oh, so we yeah, got yeah, mad yeah. at each other about something. Yeah. I was kind of pissed off at Uh-oh. DBA and his father. Ooh. You know, we've been through a lot of shit, man. Yeah. You know, untold stories. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Life does that. Yeah. And um, I got mad and called Sabu. And um, at first he, you know, was like, oh, no, I can't do nothing. You know, call me back around December. You know, like an hour later. Hey, we're going to Philadelphia this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Pack your bag. Yeah, pack your bag this weekend. So it went from December, I think this was like June or July, you know, when I started ECW. And um, first night was in Atlantic City, you know, the first night. And then, um, you know, the only time I worked in the bingo hall, though, out out of the two years I was there was that one time. You know, I did the main event, you know, the first night there, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) And it was funny because there must have been some people from Detroit that were there, and when I walked out, I got Huck Chance. Yeah. And New Jack was pissed because he thought they were everybody was just going to rag on me. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I got Huck Chance. <laughs> so New Jack was like, what the fuck? And then here comes Nova. I guess some people had put on the internet that I was in ECW. And he was like, look what's on the internet already. You know, he didn't even know who I was, you yeah. know. No, or did he? Had he come in? He had come in for us already. No, I don't. I, re- I wrestled him in '97. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he, he had, had come in for in. us already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Blue Mini and Nova came. Yeah. You know, brought him in for the Hot Rock Metropole, right, whatever right. it was called at that time. But he was tripping out because somebody had already put online or on some something whatever they had back in the '90s. Yeah, I don't know how the hell he's checking it. Yeah, yeah. he saw something. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe a hotline or something. Yeah. You know, hotlines were the thing. That, right. So it had to be a hotline. I remember the Detroit Free Press hotlines, right. the whole... Uh, yeah, it had to be a hotline. You know, what's his name? You know, yeah. but I ended up doing, you know, every weekend, you know, for the most part for the next two years, you know, for ECW after that, you know, one call. But I still came back, mm-hmm. you know, to <laughs> to um, Midwest Championship Wrestling even while I was in ECW. I would, like, take off my regular shirt and have yeah. the ECW shirt under it. Oh, sure. You know, that type of thing. And, you know... <laughs> 
but I was still working for him, and I Malcolm turned me heel at one point, right in the midst of me refereeing for ECW on TV, had me do a heel gimmick where I was no longer A.T. Huck, but I was A.T. Hunk. Oh, you yeah. know, H-U-N-K. Well, you're very you handsome. Know. Yeah, yeah, I was a little jacked a little bit. Okay. You know? <laughs> I lifted a little bit of weights, you know, so <laughs> I greased up my arms. Absolutely. You know, and, you know. Wear a little silver sparkly shirt. Yeah, sure. I had some, some questionable outfits. <laughs> but it was like, damn, you! I was doing that, but then on TV, uh, there I am refereeing. Yeah. You know, so it didn't fit right, right. to me, so I stopped doing it, you know. Damn. I mean, this is a history I don't know that I've ever, I mean, I've heard it or, I've, you know, but this is huge. So yeah. what what year are we at now? Are we at? This XIC? is 98. Yeah, we're at 98 97, now. 98. Holy yep. shit. We're not even. So when did, when did you say our XICW show one today? Uh, that was 2000. 2000, a uh, personal issue between me and my father. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, I got into it with my little brother. Yeah. I, I'm not even gonna lie. Since we shooting, I yeah. pistol whipped him. I beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, he told me. Was yeah, because like, he tried. My, my I was beating my brother ass, and my pistol fell, and he reached to grab it. So street instinct, yeah. I picked it up and beat him with it. Sure. So me and my dad fell out about it, and I sat around for a while because my dad taught me business and pleasure different. So I sat around for a while, waiting on my spot back in ICW. Never came. Huck tried to get me back in. So I'm sitting at the bar at, at the Ritz, well, Hot Rock at the time. So did and you, sit- real quick, your dad kind of, not blackballed you, but... but Kind, kind, kind of, yeah, somewhat, yeah. Like, yeah. Kind, yeah it cool was job, heat. cool job. It, it, it was heat. It yeah. was heat where we didn't talk for a year. Me and my dad right. didn't talk for a year. Wow. Till he went into a coma where <clears> I kind of <throat> talked him out of a coma, which is a different story. Holy right. shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was legit heat where I sat at the bar and I cried to Huck, like, Huck, I want my job back. I don't want to do nothing. Huck couldn't give me my job back, so I sat there and was like, I got this bar for them. Yeah. I'm taking this bar. And that's what I did. This is the Ritz. Yeah, this Hot was the Ritz. And at yeah. this point, Malcolm you... called me up uh-huh. to take over ICW Yeah, because him and DBA fell out. So he okay. called me up, and I was like, well, what about Frank? This is Frantic Frank. You know, so I called Ooh, Frank. This Frantic Frank, dude. Yeah, he was yeah, he's he's been, he was there yeah. you know quite a bit dude, he's like robbing yeah. your batman yeah kind yeah, of yeah no kind shit of. yeah yep. he was for a minute yep. yeah yep. yep yep there's the team so we started I started booking ICW again all right you know so, you, so was your dad just backing out completely like okay this is fucked up yeah or? i think after me and him got into it he yeah. kind of wanted to back away okay. for a while right. All yeah. right right so at the same time that XICW was running at the what was it called at the time? Yeah, I think it was the High Rocks. The High Metropo, Metropole, running them. Yeah, you know, Midwest and XICW were running there at the same time, not on the same day. I'm surprised that know. building's been yeah. there for that long and there's been so many names. Yeah. So <clears throat> XICW started kicking our ass. They would get more people <laughs> <laughs> at the same building. At the same, the same building. We were running the same building. We was running the oh, same wow. building. Yeah, right, right. Because ICW stopped running there at first, and yeah. I went back and got the building for them when I was with ICW. And I was like, "Those are our dates." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, when when I got fired, I took the dates that I gave them and I made them my dates. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a minute, those are for um, ICW." And I was like, was like no, no, I booked them dates, so I'm taking them dates. So I had to go get other dates. Wow. Yeah, it was building. that much heat, yeah. Right. Holy right. shit. Yeah. So 
I mean, I mean, as far as the locker room, was anyone afraid to show up to either show? No, no, no. You know, I think we were still at that time booking some of the same guys. Not really, because I started with my own crew. And yeah, then but some of mine some started of them, going. Yeah, really like UConn yeah. was still working for me. Yeah, Mister Insanity. You know, I'm not. Was he still working? Yeah, he was. Still, yeah, yeah he so was one certain of guys like that, you know, were still. That's honestly kind of. From their perspective, good for business. They get to work mm-hmm. twice as much. As yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, but well, I was bringing in different guys, you, guys you know, a lot of different guys than he was. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like I think um, Brian Ireland and, you know, Kid Copperpot. Yeah. I don't know if anybody remembers all those guys, you know. It's a great name. They were coming in, you yeah. know. And um, then, you know, I was like, fuck this, you know, getting our ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> so I found another building, you know, which was – Almada Hall in Dearborn. Yeah. How long did you run there until? Damn. What year is this? Well, we're 2002? 2002. 2001? Yeah, yeah, I ran there for a minute. 2002 up until, damn. Now, the, those dates are, I'm not sure, because I'd stop and start again, you know. 2005, two to five, maybe? You were doing Dearborn in five. Yeah, that was Almada Hall. No, you was doing the other. Oh, that was that was Knights of Columbus. Yeah, Knights of Columbus in 05, 04, 05. So 2002 to 2004. Yeah. Yeah, at Almada Hall. And then, you know, during that same time, I would run in Hamtramck, too, at the Knights of Columbus and had a couple shows in Southfield with Sean Smiley. Another long story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, Sean Smiley started XICW with me mm-hmm. okay. and then quit with uh, second show, I think it was. He quit. That left me hanging. was a character, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah left me <laughs> that hanging. was a long story. Yeah. That dude was a character. All right. <clears throat> he was cool, but, man, he would he'd go off, man. You know, it's like, damn, what the fuck are you doing? That type of thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I started running at those buildings, and um, then I stopped. And I, I can't remember why I stopped at that point. Oh, I remember... Um, we had a show. I started running at the American Serbian Hall on Van Dyke. And, um, you know, man, we had some talent there. Brian Danielson was on the show. Eddie Colt Kingston, Cabana, Eddie Kingston, yeah, Raymond Rowe, you know, Colt Cabana, if I didn't name him already, Necro Butcher, Claudio. Sabu, Claudio. Yeah. Man, just Jimmy Jacobs. Everybody was is, on yeah, those this shows. Is back when uh, Cabana and Punk were doing their little circuit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Punk wasn't there, but Colt Cabana was still oh, coming in. Not, okay. not CM. CM Punk came in at Almada Hall. Okay, you know Chris Hero and all them. They, yeah, all right, these guys right, have been right. coming in before. Right. You know, even some had come in from Malcolm mm-hmm. at different times. You know. Yeah, like Chris Hero was my champ at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Yep. But the place on Van Dyke was cool. Nice building. We got a few good crowds. And then um, I was booked for the gathering on one of the shows. <laughs> and, I, you know, part of me, you know, they paid me well, you know. So I told Frantic Frank and Steve Nixon, I don't know if you guys remember I Steve remember Nixon, name, yeah. to go ahead and run the show. I was like, why, why I have to be there? You know, <laughs> that type of thing. Y'all know everybody's booked, you know. But I don't think we got 20 people. I don't know if it was oh. because the gathering. And I know it couldn't be just because I wasn't there, you know. But... <clears throat> pretty much the building's like, oh, we don't, you know, can't do this anymore because they were giving the building to us free. You know, oh. after that one, you know, the houses had started going down. Yeah. You know, good talent, but what just... What year was this about? Damn. Uh, you in these years. About five, six. Oh, five, oh, six. 2005, 2006, okay. something yeah. like that, yeah. All right. 
that was that. And then, you know, Frank, he was just like, man, I, I don't want to do it anymore. You know, he just had Frank, lost it. Frank, 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 Frank your mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, he said, okay. I just don't want to do it anymore. And I was like, okay, you know, that was good. And then um, somehow I started up again. Don't ask me how <laughs> me and Steve Nixon are going down Michigan Avenue. And, man, if I see a building, it, it will just spark me to run shows. I think we can fit a ring in there. Right. <laughs> we can get a ring in here. Yeah, shit, shit. Man, it was a nice little building. It wasn't big enough, but it was still cool, you know. All right. That was on Michigan Avenue, the Knights of, I guess it was the Knights Night. of Columbus. It was the Knights of Columbus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Oh, now it's a, what is it, a, what's the donut joint? Tim Canada. Hortons. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wow. <laughs> but still, man, just had so much talent, you know, that would come in that I would bring in, man, on those shows, Tyler Black. Yeah. You know, which is well, Seth Rollins man, now was on is, shows. Yeah. And, you know, still Colt Cabana and Rick Matrix was coming in, New Jack, DBA was there. You know, they won the ladder match, you yeah, know, for the New belts. Jack. Yeah. Yep, yeah, for the tag team titles. You know, just a whole lot of guys bringing in guys from Chicago. Tyler Black was coming in with Danny yeah. Daniels, yeah. Merrick Brave, and. Just a whole lot of guys, you know. Some guys, you know, have continued. Some of them I don't hear that much about. But Trick Davis, real quick, uh, Creep. I mean, yes, you, you've been in this for a while now. At what I, point? I bore are, witness to all this stuff. Yeah. What point are you popping in on this? Yeah, they um, were bringing the ring at Almada. Yeah. Honestly, you were yep. the you were the you were. The, I earned my first dollar through Huck because yeah. of Necro Butcher. Mm. Like he's the one that lined us up to do uh, the Taylor Sportsplex, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like yeah, Abby and Necro Butcher. Yeah. 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 That was the first one that I worked for you. But I've been working with him mm-hmm. yeah. since since know. then. Since, since <laughs> they started, wasn't it? Since yeah, started, you were, yeah. yeah, you were day one. Because <clears throat> yeah. uh Bubba and Josh in the ring and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. you know, that's pretty much history. It was Bubba and Josh. I Re- met Bubba at Hot Hits. Revolution? Or uh way before all that. This was bumping uglies when the band was the together. band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I took my first bumps with Bubba and Josh right. behind hot hits. Real quick, our normal intro and outro is bumping uglies. That's I right. remember one of the yeah. first things I said to you, creep. I said, You don't plan to wrestle, do you? <laughs> you don't remember that, do you? No, maybe. I'm not sure. But the thing but. is because I would bring guys in and you know, they would start out, you know, helping and things like that. Yeah. And gotta get them in the ring. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, you know, like Brimstone, you know. I remember he was bringing the ring, and he just stood around one day just pouting, you know, because <laughs> he didn't have a match, you know. Oh, okay, right. I, no, I remember, yeah, Brimstone was one of the first guys I met at, um, mm-hmm. I see him at the official show was Brawl at the Hall at St. Andrew's Hall, and we all met up yeah. beforehand at Bubba's house, and there was mm-hmm. Necro Butcher, Corporal Robinson. I answered the door. Brimstone was knocking on the door, answered the door, and see that dude. You know what I mean? First time ever experiencing anything kind of wrestling and have all those guys in there. that room until later go wow. on and see who they were. Yeah, it was like a trip. That I was okay. like, yeah, I was really there with all those dudes at one time. My first wrestling show to meet those Holy guys. Smoke. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of mind-blowing. At the time, I had, I just kept my mouth shut and it was yeah. smiling. We had a time. pretty mm-hmm. good run with the guys from yeah. IWA for a while. There's right? a lot of, there's a, there's a cool story that goes along with all that that I'm not going to share on the air. It was that fucking cool. But all those dudes are really cool, really nice. All right. I, I enjoyed I'm my right. first time at a wrestling event. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah, have a so, choice. Yeah, man, and long story short, I stopped um, when Shatter, Saturn went out of business. Shattered. Saturn went out of business because I was making much luchis in Saturn. Yeah. But um, when they shut down, you know, I just I couldn't, you know, spend the money anymore. Yeah. You know, and um, still refereed, you know, quite a bit, you know. But, you know, 
just to run shows again for me, it you know, I just I just don't want to do it. You know, even though I do have, we got something coming up in August. <laughs> but um, like on that scale again, I don't know if I could do it or not. I don't know. It's rough. Yeah, it's tough. A lot of money spent. When from you 91. August, are you referring to Attack of the Yak? No, no. No, yeah, we I'm going to spill different. the beans, yeah. I guess. Don't too many people know about it. Yeah. Oh, sh- All right. Have an outdoor show in Dearborn. Okay. You know, Green Brain Comics, you know, Just set it up through the city. You know, so it's an afternoon outdoor show. show. Well, we'll probably drop this episode like last week of July. So. Okay, that's cool. Okay, all right. So hopefully it's not. We're you not, might have to edit it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't uh, care. It's, uh, that's all right. We can call Aquaman a fancy boy. Right, right. I'll bleep the hell out of it. But you know, I, you know, I feel like XICW is where I am. You know, yeah. it's my home now. I you know, I'll help out with other other way I can. I can't do that much. You know, but to try to help out as much as I can, and you know, I. So if I can tell a quick story, I mean, um, you know, I trained a little over four years ago to be a ref. My first show was going to be a comic con, and the first time you and I ever spoke, we we're actually underneath the ring, uh, the XI ring, putting it together, and you were having a problem, you know, getting the turnbuckle together, like a you know mm-hmm. one of the smaller turnbuckles together, and. Um, you know, I crawled under there. I'm like, okay, let me get this wrench or whatever. And the first thing I remind, oh man, you, <laughs> you probably don't smoke so much weed as me, man. I'm so high. <laughs> I, I was figuring out whatever this turnbuckle. We have a turnbuckle situation. So. Malcolm was just down there doing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, what the hell was going on? And I, you know, and I'm like, new guy. I'm like, well, you know, just you know, do you mind if I just like, give me these two wrenches for a second. Oh man, you mustn't smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, ever since then, you've used me. So thank you, boss. I love you, man. You know. <laughs> that's that's my excess. Oh story. man. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know the new new shit. You know is good. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I mean, so I usually get into wrestling promos, um, or at least what you know the the schedule plugging and. Um, Again, we're so we're recording this. Uh, I don't even what the hell's today's date. It's a little earlier in July. We're gonna drop this probably 17th. late. Is it? Thank you. We'll probably drop this in about a week and a half. So a lot of these shows will have already happened by then. But proving ground is something that um, kind of stems from what what you've done in the past and what you want to do moving forward. You got your prove it bitch shirt on. Um, let's talk proving ground. I mean, this is the thing. So normally this, this podcast, we're usually talking, um, seriously, superhero dicks and, and who's, who's nailing, uh, you know, whatever, uh, super heroine. Um, we, you know, we talk uh, golden girls. We generally don't kind of go into wrestling so much, Mm -hmm. but we've got a history here that I feel like we need to chat about. This is the history of. Recent mid Michigan wrestling, yeah, you know, yeah, no, from the nineties on, yep, you know, me, him, and his father, you know, I'd say set the stage for wrestling here in Michigan. Yeah, so you know? and and it seems like everything you've been talking about, and and you and you guys have been talking <clears throat> about, creepy just popped in. Um, it has led to what is now proving ground because here we are, Rick Matrix, 
Um, Full and, circle. Yeah, huh? Paul Bowser <laughs> damn near burned down the ring. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, to speak, Rick was in another fire match, the one I mentioned before, where they set the car on fire. So it's a history well, of fire. Okay, let's go back history to that. Of fire. Yeah. What What was that match, and what led I've to a car? On VHS tape. This, this was it. This was way back at the Motor City Sports Club. Um, Dirty TX Tex Monroe. Yeah. You know, was around back then, and yep, him yep. and Matrix had been tag team partners, and they were feuding with the Headbangers. Uh, you know, had some wild matches, Tex, Tex Rick, and the Headbangers. Long story short, Dirty TX turned on Psycho Rick. You know, I think at this point, Dirty it, um, Tex Monroe was Midwest Heavyweight Champion, so they had a feud over the Midwest Heavyweight Championship. Um, on this particular show, I was supposed to be suspended for shit I said on the hotline, but I showed up anyway, you know, in my street clothes. <laughs> and, um, man, they just had this back alley brawl. And things escalated to the point where a car caught on fire. Whose car was it? I have no idea. It was a car they found somewhere, and the gas tank should have been taken out, but I don't <laughs> think they, they oh! didn't empty it. So, okay, real quick, let's just... It was supposed to be gimmicked, and it wasn't? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, <laughs> it wasn't. So, at some point, you know, Tex is supposed to take his flaming branding iron and shove it into Rick. You know, but he decided to bust open the windows and threw the branding iron inside the car where the car seat caught on fire, sure. which, of course, spread to the rest of the car. Right, right. Explosion. All this time, they're still working. They're still on top of the car. They're still working. How yeah, many on people are at this car. show? Man, it was a couple, couple of hundred. hundred. Yeah, you know, yeah. it seemed a lot of people once it went outside. Wow. You know, I think people from the neighborhood started coming oh, up. Shit. Well, yeah, because there's a car fire. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and a fight. And a fight and yeah. a car fire. Then there's two guys on top of the hood while the inside of the car's on fire. Exactly. Beating wow. the shit out of each other. So I think maybe Tex gave Rick a power, power driver or a pile power driver power. on top of the flaming car <laughs> for the finish. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this is great, man. <laughs> yep. But I, like I said, man, originally when me and Frank got in, we wanted... That hardcore style. Fucking Frantic Frank. Frantic man. Frank. Yeah. So we did the programs. I'm back to 91 now. The first program, our our the name of our company was Hardcore Wrestling. Oh. So on the top of the old programs, you'll see Hardcore Wrestling presents Midwest Championship Wrestling. Okay. You know, because we wanted that crazy shit, mm-hmm. you know. So that that's that's probably we got into Malcolm's ear because we were always talking about, you know, all this crazy stuff we wanted to do and... People fighting out in the audience, and he was worried about lawsuits. Hmm. You know, so I guess when Insane Championship <laughs> Wrestling, and he said, hey, I got this place, I can do whatever I want to do in there. That's when that started. But we wanted to do all this, all that crazy shit before ECW was even thought of, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, here in Michigan. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, DBA, XICW, and this isn't a shot. Back in that day, it was wild as hell. Yeah. You know, Insane Championship Wrestling. Man, at the end of the night, there was a stack of wood. I mean, we broke tables <laughs> in how many matches. Mm-hmm. You know, now, okay, we got a table for this match, man. Yeah. We just, whatever happened, happened. But there was a fucking lumberyard. Yeah, it was a yeah. lumberyard, <laughs> man. People using chairs and tables and, and every fucking match. It's not all of them, but, you know, as the show progressed, we just let them go. Yeah, man, that shit was just crazy. Just broken glass and everything, <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that, um, I mean, are we... I went back. Yeah, but are, are we at the point where XI started yet? Yeah. Okay. 
Yep. Okay. Yeah. You know, at XICW, you were, well, you had some crazy matches in Lincoln Park before, before XICW. XICW. Yeah. You know? Has XI always been at the Ritz, Hot mm-hmm. Rocks? Okay. And mm-hmm. until Imperial House came mm-hmm. along, but okay. Yeah, I was in my little comfort zone. I wouldn't leave my comfort zone. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Imperial House is blown up, XI. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So I, I, I don't know if. Uh, I mean, I wrote some notes about UFC 200 and and John Jones and estrogen blockers and and how <laughs> now blockers. yeah and Brock and well UFC yeah. Dan Severn used to be here yeah oh know? yeah Man. yeah I, I honestly um, I heard the first UFC is watching Dan Severn and then it was a couple best in Detroit's ago he uh, showed up Dan Severn popped yeah. in mm-hmm. and uh, you know shook my hand I was like <clears throat> holy. F- Fuck! I just shook Dan Severn's hand. Wow, <laughs> that was that was so huge to me. I ref his first match. Yeah, really? Wrestling match. Really? Yeah. In Lima. Yeah, he used to go to Body Slammers. Al Snow trained him. Yeah. What was you the know? promotion in Lima then? I think they they were called ICW too. Okay. Yeah, maybe International Championship Wrestling or something like that, <laughs> or Independent Championship Wrestling. Okay. That's what it was called. All right. It was Independent Championship Wrestling. Because I I. Uh... You know, war wrestling is on is on my list here of, of mm-hmm. plugs, and I remember my first war show. Um, you know, Big Tom. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to sit me down. And I told him, you know, hey, I came out of House of Truth, and he had to tell me about the you know him playing cards with whoever, and that was when you know he remembers when uh, Truth Martini walked in to to learn how to be a wrestler. Yeah, and yeah. He was sitting there like, yeah, sweet. right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Back when I was going down there, it was it was way before Truth. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, went yeah. went to Al Snow's. It was like ninety eight. You know, 97. yeah, Al was maybe there, not that much at that time. You know, um, um, Crusher Klein, mm-hmm. you know, was their trainer for the most part, and maybe D'Lo Brown, you That's know, was awesome. there at the tail end of it. Yeah, but before then, it was you know all Al Snow. Where's D'Lo based out of? He's in Vegas know. now. Yeah, I don't know where he is. Yeah, he's in Vegas. But he now. was a Midwest guy. It seems, yeah. sounds well, like. he's from the East Coast. Oh. Yeah. He was from like Jersey or something. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Him and Reckless used to come in and Don Montoya. Mm-hmm. But he was training down in Lima? Well, this was later on. Uh-huh. You know, he yeah, he, he yeah, they must have gone to um train more with Al Snow or something mm-hmm. because they were there all the time at the shows. And then later I guess he may have moved to Lima and he was the head trainer. Okay. You know, in Lima. You know, for Al. Yeah, but Reckless Youth and D'Lo Brown were always down there in Lima. And then started coming up here. You know, so, yeah, those guys, too. Wow. But, um, man, you know, just saying how different the shows are, man, we, it was, they used to be really bloody. You know, <laughs> a lot of chaos. Yeah. yeah. A lot of chaos, man. Good times, if you ask me. <laughs> and I was strictly an observer at those times. Right, yeah. right. That's why. <laughs> Lots of chaos. Yeah. You know, and um, things are, you know, a little different now. You know, I think DBA is looking at me because he knows I'm. No, no, I was crazy. just thinking about a crazy match that I had where um, it was supposed to have been my opponents locked me up in the ring truck oh, and nobody shit, knew I where I was that. at. Um, they, I got locked in the ring truck and they forgot that I was in there. It was summertime, hot, hot as, as hell. hell. Oh I passed God. out in the truck. That's like a Kung Fu episode. <laughs> yeah. They opened the door. I'm taped up, passed out, and then I still didn't. You were in there a long ass time, weren't you? <laughs> I was in there for some hours. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, you're in the hot box. Yeah. Why'd they do it died. so soon? 
You could have died. Whose idea was that? My dad. You know it was his <laughs> idea. Time up now. It's 2 o'clock. <laughs> Time up now. Because he didn't want the people to see me get tied up, so it was early as hell. I was like, oh, Damn. my goodness. So this was before the show? So it wasn't like uh, like first match, let's let's show you getting tied up. It might have been after we unloaded the ring and everything, because this was at Lincoln Park, so I the for, ring truck I stayed I forgot in the who ring. it was that tied you up. Who was it supposed to be? It was, wait, wait, it was me and Bug against Kamala Jr. and Dirty TX. Okay. That's what it was. Fans bringing weapons. That's what it was. My <laughs> very first fans bringing weapons match. Very first. And I passed out in a, a ring truck. How many how many fans bring the weapons matches have you had since? Twenty nine. Twenty nine? Oh, twenty nine. No. Are you seriously twenty nine? Yeah. Are you not just I'm twenty nine and no. I'm not making up a number. I'm twenty nine okay. and no. Holy Man, shit. Huck fell out because he wanted me to lose a fans bring the weapons match. <laughs> right. But, and I wouldn't do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't know it was because you didn't want to break a streak. No, it, no, it, it didn't even have nothing to do with a streak back then. It was, I might have been. Because it was Loverboy Steve. It might have been, I think I only had like three or four at the time. So it was no streak going on at the time. It was he wanted me to lose to a guy that didn't do hardcore. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, I was like, fuck you and Loverboy Steve. <laughs> but yeah. you were going to so come Huck back and me. beat him in the cage. And so Huck fired show. me. He fired me after that. Huck fired you? Yeah, Huck fired me. Yeah, I mean, you're, usually, I mean, you're firing three people a show, man. Yeah, Huck fired me. He's like, you don't want to do what I want you to do? I was like, well, it was a six-man, too, and I was the only right. hardcore guy in the match. It was, I, yeah, it was something like me, Gutter, UConn Braxton against Loverboy Steve and... Two other Elvis guys. Elvis Elliott. Yeah, Elvis Elliott and somebody. And I was the only hardcore guy in the match. That wasn't a cage match, was it? No. No, it wasn't a cage match. Later. I was supposed to be in a cage match. He fired right. me before the cage right. match. That's the time Necro Butcher almost killed Gunner. Yeah, he beat the yeah. shit out of me with a chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I yeah. remember that. I was there for that. Yeah, I was supposed to be in that match. I got fired him. right before I, that. You were going to beat Loverboy Steve in that match. But I was like, why <laughs> lose a match that I do... Why lose a fans bring a weapons match? Because nobody, you only it. had two. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> so I'm glad I stuck to my guns. It's not like be, you had 20 uh, already. I'd be, I'd be 29 and 1 if I would have lost that match. Right, right. <laughs> I'd be the Undertaker. Wow. I can't, I can't picture Huck firing anybody. Wow. All right, man. I mean... This has That's been crazy. a. This has been a. So yeah, it's been a lot of back and forth. Yeah. With me and the Monroes. Yep. You know, but it's you know I feel like you know they're my family. I'm their family. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're. Now we get mad. He got mad at his dad. His dad get mad at him. He pistol whip his brother. Is still his brother. Yeah. You know we fight. I remember he broke a glass, a bottle at my feet, foot. Remember? Uh huh. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Rick Matrix and Truth Martini. I think y'all said they were supposed to go like five or six oh, minutes. Oh, yeah, they was third match, and they went 20 minutes. <laughs> Tore it up, though. I was mad as hell. I was like, I'm going to follow that shit. <laughs> Took the bottle back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I remember now. <laughs> he was, you were so mad, you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, broke a bottle at my feet. So, Yeah, we've been through a lot. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I mean, so this is, I always ask, I always ask Lil Malcolm this, because I'm always confused. Uh, so... When you say pistol whipped your brother, who was that? My brother Raymond. He, he don't. He comes around, but not okay. that often. All right. Because I'm always asking him, like, okay, now is that a cousin or is that a brother or is that a who is that? Well, you know, <laughs> people used to think I was a Monroe too. <laughs> <laughs> Chris the Fly Monroe, At Huck Monroe. <laughs> it's a clan. So Monroe. now the Fly is your brother. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is these are Chris the Fly Monroe. Mm-hmm. Man, he managed Malcolm for a long time. 
Malcolm Senior. Malcolm, Malcolm Senior, yeah. Sweet Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. he was yeah. his manager. Before that, Bug was Malcolm's manager. Right. You know, then Chris, the Fly, came in. You know. Yep. So yeah, there's a lot of history, man. A lot Holy of wrestling. Shit. I, I a lot mean, of dudes. I, so I mean, where are we? We're at the start of XI. XI is cruising at. Uh, oh shit! I'm losing my damn paperwork. <laughs> um, and now we're now we're starting up. So we XI now has moved to you know essentially the main roster has moved Imperial House running on Sundays, running Best of Detroit's on sa- on uh, like quarterly Saturdays mm-hmm. every other month roughly every three months, um, and then. Um, Every month, every two months is proving ground. No, it's every, every month. month. Every, month. every month, month is proving ground. Yeah. 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 Proving ground on Sunday yeah. at the Ritz. Back to and and this is where like so now that the this is just you know my opinion, but now that the main roster is running out of Imperial House, it, it the Ritz takes on a whole new um, kind of aura with you know these up and comers. You know, creeps training them over at House of Truth. And these kids working kind of the you know the grittier kind of you know the the bar show, mm-hmm. if you will, to to make that Imperial House show where you know the the yeah, the spotlight so to speak is on them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those proving ground shows, and I think anyone that's gone to them and anyone that works them, those are so awesome. I love the proving ground. Yeah, show. the the just it. the just the vibe of them is is this. Uh, all right, we were talking late. You guys got to roll, man. No, 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 <laughs> no. This is the longest show we've had ever. I just had to send a quick, te- okay. quick text. Yeah. Got to talk. Who, you got, who are you talking to? My you wife. <laughs> <laughs> Did we lose Dickie Bronson? Did he take off? He's probably, he's probably eating, knowing him. Yeah, he's, he's he would say yeah, bye. He's probably in a cycle. Yeah, he would have said goodbye. Yeah, he didn't say yeah. bye. He would have, yeah. anyway. Uh, but yeah, the, the Proving Ground shows have that vibe, that, mm-hmm. that kind of aura to them now. Like, this is, this is where you start. And this is, you know, the, and even the crowds, the crowds are a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- different than when XI was running at at, mm-hmm. Prove, at at the Ritz and different than when XI is running at Imperial House. It just seems to be a little different. Mm-hmm. And everybody's more like they're there to see these up and comers mm-hmm. and they are, um, you know, appreciative <clears throat> of up and coming wrestlers. And I mean, the, the one match that sticks out to me was the first match at the last Proving Ground show, and it was Atlas Hightower and um, Maserati Rick. Rick. Oh, yeah. your spot. And yeah. those two dudes came out, and normally, you know, we might do a dark match without music or something, and, the, you know, it was the first match, so the music was a little goofed up. Those two, two dudes came out with so much fire and had such a hot match without any music, without any production mm-hmm. other than somebody announcing their names and that was a hot match yeah um and then it just went from there you know and then it goes into you know then you got sick rick walking out on the main event it was sick rick and, and congo kong right uh we'll get into you know the next shows here um on, honestly though the the next the next proving ground show will probably be before we drop this episode of the podcast but fuck it it's um congo kong and Bowser, Bowser, oh, turbulent. Events. You and Sick Whatever Rick. That stupid fucking name yeah. is. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> you think it's stupid. Also, <laughs> Violetal <laughs> Turbulence. Yeah, that should just be a nickname. Or... It should be a nickname. Yeah. That, no. that's Paul his Bowser. New name. That's his new name. He, he changed his name for Paul Bowser. Turbulence. That's his new name. Volatile. Yeah. Turbulence. Volatile turbulence. Yeah, volatile. Sound like he's flying in a damn airplane or no, some yeah, shit. Right, right. <laughs> Say that when you're drunk. Yeah. I'm that shit. Here comes Dickie Bronson with my dog, Steve. He's back. Yep. 
Tell them about volatile turbulence, bro. Vaginal tampon is his name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no volatile turbulence. Vaginal tampon. Yeah, oh, well, he's been, he fucked with your last match yeah. at uh, Best in Detroit. That's all he does. That's all he does. He's so, fucking with everything. Fiddler on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> but so you have... Do you have two matches? Yeah, I got two matches on the next. It's like everybody's working twice. Yeah, Hug me putting me in two matches a show. I think he's trying to get back at me or something. No, no. Oh, yeah. Now that that you're the proving ground commissioner. is a a hidden bounty on his head. He just doesn't know it yet. All that history just went through. Yeah, it's me. You're just like, oh, I'm getting back. Everything is me. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the card for the next proving ground? So the next proving ground, again, is going to be after this show drops, but it's Sunday the 24th at the Ritz and Warren, proving ground five. Um... It's again the main event is uh, Congo Kong and Paul, Paul Bowser, Bowser versus uh, <laughs> DBA and Sick Rick Matrix. Is it going to be a tag or just four dudes beating team. the shit out of each other? It's going to be four dudes beating the shit out of yeah. each other. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And oh I, yeah. I have a feeling I'll. Am I getting a pick for the ref of that? I, just, I, I, don't, I don't know. Hug ain't going to ref that no, one. No, I know, man. What the fuck? I like to watch, man. <laughs> All I do is just stand in the corner and hope nobody sets like the damn ring watch. on fire I mean, again. I'm, I'm the commissioner. So no, I know. I'm supposed to be non-biased in these yeah. matches. Yeah. Well, and this motherfucker over here, he he's the one who they, he's the reason why Congo Kong's in the damn show. Oh, um, Mr. Dewey Cheatham and Friggin', Howe. Right uh, yeah, yeah, D.C. Howe yeah, over here. silent. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Don't want to incriminate yourself. Right, right. yeah. He hasn't spoken since. Well, <laughs> I, I will say the the one of the nice things about the last Proving Ground match was uh, event was that I got to do the commentary for the entire yeah. thing. So I got to see the entire show. Yeah. It's a hell of a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were on uh, a commentary for Best in Detroit last, too, as well. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love being there, period. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love seeing the show and being able to see the show uh, is is you guys just kill out there? I mean, it's it's a great show. It's a lot of young, hungry yeah. guys, man. Yeah, it's it's just fun. So what matches? And again, this is going to drop after you know the the after this actually takes place. But what matches do we have for approving out five? Well, you know, we got for the semifinals for the wrestling with event. There's three teams left for that. You know, we doing the three way dance. Is uh, me and my rookie Jay Maynard against yeah. uh, Double M Three and his rookie Switchblade. Fuck face or whatever I don't know Joey his name. Matthews Oh yeah Whatever the hell that Joey Matthews and, and Movado And his guy Dre Jacobs That other the, the team called The bottom two That's the name of their team The bottom <laughs> yeah, two Yeah it's a six man match <laughs> Is it gonna be It's gonna be a three way dance Three way dance six, six man match Six man <laughs> Oh alright Are the vets getting in that bottom. at all Or is it just the rookies <laughs> I don't know. All Huck right. said six man. What is the rookies? The rookies against the vets. I don't know what I was thinking, man. When I made oh, the match shit. card, I put six man tag team. Match. <laughs> yeah, he did. It's three teams. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! All right, you know what? Let's just get right into our uh, wrestling plugs here. So obviously, we've been talking about XIC of Improving Ground. Uh, that will have happened uh, by the time you hear this, which is uh, Sunday, July twenty fourth at the Ritz. Uh, but after that, uh, XICW presents Attack at the Yak Saturday, August 6th as part of the Michigan Comic Book Expo in Wyandotte at the famous Wyandotte Rack or Yak Arena. Rhino, Sabu, and Zach Gowan part of that show. Uh, Matt Cross mm-hmm. is part of that show. Um, uh, you know, Dominique's on the uh, uh, the poster as well. Uh, 
And then, um, you know, there's going to be a, a guest at the expo. Ricky the Dragon stream, Steamboat is going to be a Streamboat. 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 Dude, I, it's, <laughs> Ricky it's, the Dragon Cream. Late. <laughs> it's late. And this old fuck has been drinking. Burgaba Dooba Doo. He's going to be part of the, uh, the expo. Uh, that is MichiganComicBookExpo.com. Uh, following that, uh, we have XICW 212, Sunday, August 7th, at the Imperial House in Clinton Township. There is a 30-man Rumble Royale planned yeah. for that show. Um, that So you can find out all the info at XICWDetroit.com, XICW on Facebook, and XICWProvingGround.com. Um, let's talk about the attack of the yak real quick. What, uh, what's the, do we have the card figured out for that one yet? Yeah, pretty much. Except somebody in the room don't have a match and I'm waiting on them to give me an answer. Man, I was waiting on a match, boss. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I wrote down here, fucking, we got Dickie Bronson, uh, training to be a fucking superhero. Anyone that's following his Facebook is seeing these pictures. Uh, you're training over in Ferndale. This guy was training friggin' Batman and Superman, correct? Same camp, yeah. Jim yep. Jones is like the. They don't. The Jim Jim Jones. Jim Jones. You, you guys yeah. aren't drinking like. Kool-Aid don't drink that purple Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, bro. Kool-Aid. I mean, Actually, it was. It was. Because I'll drink that. Yeah. They, I don't know. Dude. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it, was, it will. It was. Te- it was not Kool Aid. It's it not Kool Aid. Uh, it's fucking. It was the Kroger version. I heard something about Jim Jones's camp, and I'm not sure. Yeah. if It's the no same shit. one. No, it's J G Y M. Was that like Philippines or something? The Branch Davidians. Oh shit! Now we're talking Texas. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Right. something different. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, we got Rhino versus Sabu. Yep. Of course, we have that. Uh, for the extreme title, we got Jake something against Zach Gowan. Okay. Uh, XICW tag team titles, I guess I might as well announce it. It's going to be Father and Son, the Monroes against Father and Son, Dave Christ, in the Steel Cage. Oh, wow. Against OI4K. In a so, cage? Yeah. Holy shit. So. Yeah, because you just took on the. They were supposed to. Come they were up, supposed to come up. Yeah, they were they supposed sent, to show up for best in Detroit, and they sent their lackeys. Yeah, yeah, and you beat their ass. Yeah. They sent Robin uh, and Aqualad. <laughs> Aqualad. <laughs> Aqualad. Aqualad. Yeah. So yeah, now we're getting father and son in the steel. You kicked case, the so. fuck out of that kid's head, man. Which uh, which kid was that? Uh, I just remember he had a fucking he had a, a DBA footprint on his face. Did he? Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know. I sure like oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can see why you're in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, what else? Oh, the lightweight champ Willie Watts will be there. Um, I don't know who he'll be taking on yet. We got to figure that one out. Uh, Doctor Repsia, his crazy ass will be there against oh, Mavado. Yeah? yeah, they got a grudge match going on. So yeah, they still got some. Sh- and what's up? Going what's on. up with this? Dr. Repsia. What is what the hell is that? I man? have no idea. I've been trying to read up on him. He looks fucking sweet. Yeah, he's, he's a scary <laughs> he's, motherfucker. Yeah, he's a scary, he's a scary motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I saw you guys wrestle him in a, in a fire match. Yeah, I had to uh, set his ass on fire. Bur- damn near burned a, a contact in your lay into your eye. I remember oh, that. Oh yeah, he shot a fireball at me. Yep, yeah. Yep, burned yep. my contact. Yeah. Yep. Uh who Shit. else? Who oh, else uh speaking of fire, uh Joe Coleman and Mark Joker. Oh yeah, a handicap match, yeah. yeah. Joe Coleman get to take on Mark Joker and uh, <laughs> Iris Abraham. He oh, threw really? fire in Joe Coleman's face, yeah, right? Yeah, Mark Joker. Lit his ass yeah. up. That pretty Man, damn, how that did they handsome do that? motherfucker. Damn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so we got XIC. Uh, it's like magic. <laughs> XICW 212. All these motherfuckers throwing fire. 
I don't know what. Um, on Sunday, August seventh, uh, thirty-man uh, Rumble Royale. What? Uh, what other matches are planned for that? Is that just? I mean, that Royal that Rumble Royale is going to be half the show. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a rematch from the night before. I forgot the attack at the Yak, the Midwest title. Oh, that's right. This yeah. is the Sunday after that. Yeah, yep, the, yep, the yep. Midwest title gonna be on the line the night before. Uh, Hakeem okay. Zhang taking on Matt Cross. All right, so it's so it's gonna be basically a, those two again. Those two again, yeah, the rematch. Yeah, okay. So cool. we're gonna do that. Cool, one. cool, cool. All right. Well, I we mean, we should get uh, in on that battle royal, right? No, you mentioned that. No, I don't. I just, I'm a referee, man. I just, get I, in. I, Come I, on, Rick. You can win. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> All I can do is be too heavy to throw over the top rope. See, and that's you win. What, that's, that's, that's the rule. That's the rule. Stay low, That's bro. the point. That stay is low. all I got, man. Just I'll just sit low. here. I'll just I'll carb up. <laughs> just loosen up. Just yeah. drop. Oh, you know? man. No, 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 no. Just think no. you could take on Hakeem Zane for the Midwest title. Yeah, I can think of that. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'll, I'd rather just... I, my whole gimmick is that I get to yell at dudes in shiny underwear, and I and I love every minute of it. Yeah, normally you have so, to pay for that shit. I know, right? Oh. So now... Well, now it's free. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get paid. It's just free. It's just free. <laughs> <it's laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, he fucking said hey, that's, it. that's like blaming this whole Aquaman fancy boy thing on me. It's not like I said it. Aqua lad, get it right. No, no, I just, as long as we're, I. <laughs> anyway, to listen to two episodes ago, um, I bleeped, I've never bleeped anything on this show ever, but uh, I feel like if we're going to use the term, we might as well just use the term fancy boy. So, Ooh, hey man, so you can bleep it again. It. Fuck them. This isn't live. I'll bleep the fuck out. I don't. Spot. I don't. I am not. I do not condone using the word <laughs> fancy bull. Right. But some people are like Aquaman's a fancy bull, and then that's why they got Jason Momoa because the movie producers are like, "Is this guy a fancy bull?" No. Look <laughs> at him. He's huge and he's jacked. Fancy bull. Is the point I was making? <laughs> I don't like that word. Fancy bull. But certain I people just, use the word right. fancy bull. Everybody, just pause for a second. What do you call fancy bull? No man. Oh. Oops. Gay. Gay. Jiggly pups. Can, gay. Can we just, just say the two. But words. how do you have Christmas songs too? Actually, you say gay. Huck. Well, gay. Gay is being happy. Can you? Can you? So gay bleep people over are happy. The the what I just said with fancy boy. Well, that's just I, like yeah. A, uh, can you, can just, you just like, say the two words? Everybody, be quiet for a second. Fancy boy. Fancy boy. Yeah. Why, why did I have to say it? Because I think it's going to sound great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just uh, okay. So this episode's going to drop in six weeks after post production. Um, anyway, so uh, getting back into all of our plugs and shout outs here. Uh, Superkick Pro Wrestling Rock Show out of Toronto, Canada is running blazed. Uh, I believe that is a uh, uh, marijuana-based uh, yes, show. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's uh, medical. Yeah, it's very People medical. Um, mm. uh, Friday, August 19th at the Great, the Great Hall in Toronto, Canada. Superkicked.com. Superkicked on Facebook. Uh, Superkicked is spelled K-I-C-K-D, with obviously super in front of that. Uh, Detroit-style wrestling. Uh, by the time you hear this, they will have already taken place or already taken part of uh, Vans Warp Tour Friday, July 22nd at the Palace of Auburn Hills. However, on Friday, August 12th, King of Fighters Tournament, VFW Hall in Allen Park. Um, this is an interesting one because it's going to be DSW, Clash, Metro Pro, and Pro Wrestling All Stars. Um, all those promoters coming together to see who is the best. How come we not involved? What the fuck? Yeah, is they, this? yeah, they didn't include me. I don't. I never, and I work for them. I, I'm, I'm on the show. Yep. But I'm this not is in that fight. My first time thing. hearing. I never hearing heard about, about this. Yeah, me neither. 
So that is Detroit style wrestling on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I've been a champion for what? Uh, You're there four TV years, champion. five years. Almost, yeah, yeah and they didn't even put me in. They didn't even add my promotion. Didn't add me into the thing or none of that. I think it was the other promotions that refused to work with you. I, so what's probably the date was. on that, Rick? I think so. I think <laughs> so this is getting hotter and hotter by the moment. That is Friday, August 12th at the VFW Hall in Allen Park. <laughs> it's a losing bet. That's all you know. Yeah. yeah. All I, right. I, I thought that too. All right. We got You're Underground right. Wrestling Society. Fuck them all. Fuck, yeah. Fuck those mother fancy boys. <laughs> <laughs> I just love oh. the fact that it's that, that right there is going to be Huck stretched out saying, Fancy boys. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy boys. Yep. It absolutely will be. It absolutely will be. Um, Emotional heat again, huh? Yeah, yeah, here we go. We went through the history, and we're just going to repeat that shit. Uh, Underground Wrestling Society. Summer Blast, uh, Friday, July 29th at the Hazel Park Rec Center in Hazel Park, Michigan. I'm on that show. Yeah. Yep. We all, uh, yeah, we all are. Or, uh, well, some of us Pretty are. much. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. Show uh, up. Show up. Uh, I, got, I had previous engagement. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> UndergroundWrestlingSociety.com or Underground Wrestling Society on Facebook. Uh, talking Lima, Ohio here. We got war, wrestling, and respect. Um, it's fair season. Uh, depending on when you're hearing this, it, it's go to their Facebook, War Ohio on Facebook, or their webpage, WarWrestling.com, to find out where their latest fair show is. However... They have uh, Blood, Sweat, and Fears on uh, 5, October 1st. So catch up with their Summer Fair show on their uh, Facebook page and plan on being at the UAW Hall in Lima, Ohio. Uh, Lucha T.O. out of Toronto, Canada. By the time you hear this, uh, actually, it is tonight, so never mind. Their next show is August the 27th, luchatoronto.com or Lucha T.O. on Facebook. Border City Wrestling, BCW out of Windsor, Canada. BCW Heat Wave, Saturday, August 20th. Uh, the Royal Canadian Legion at Tecumseh, Ontario. BorderCityWrestling.com. Border City Wrestling on Facebook. Uh, we lost uh, um, GQ, but he is part of Oldie Wrestling. Uh, and yet another extravaganza of wrestling exhibitions. What's Sun it called? Oldie, O-L-D-E. So it's like old with an E, so it looks, yeah, they do a thing. Okay. Yeah. Sunday, August 28th in Norwalk, Ohio, oldywrestling.com or Oldie Wrestling on Facebook and Twitter. Alpha One Wrestling, King of Hearts, August 21st. Who? Hamilton, uh, Alpha One Wrestling? Okay. Okay. <laughs> King of Hearts, August 21st, Hamilton, Ontario. Alpha-OneWrestling.com or Alpha-OneWrestling on Facebook. GQ is actually his first uh, show for them is actually going to be this uh, August 21st. No, he's already worked for them. Did he already? Where's yeah, it, where's he's been this to Hamilton again? once before. Yeah, no, yeah. this is his first show. I where's Alpha no. One again? Uh, it is out of Canada? Hamilton, Ontario. Oh, okay. oh, no wonder. Okay. Yeah, I'm fairly certain this is his first show. I can't show. get into Canada. So Me neither. Really? Fuck <laughs> Canada. I can't get over. Yeah, I got a passport and I can't get over because they stupid-ass laws. Well, after this, after this drops, the show drops, you're not getting to Canada for a while. They banned me already. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. That Fuck them. You can go to any country in the world except I can go Canada. to any country in the world except Canada because Fuck I got a fucking rap sheet that they haven't cleared yet. But it's just a rap sheet. It's not. You don't have a DUI. No, it's a marijuana charge I got over here about 15 years ago that was dropped, and they still got it in their system. That happens all over the time. Over weed. Yeah. So we happen to have a Canadian attorney 
sitting at the end of the table. Fuck them. I don't want to go over there no yeah, more. Fuck them. All right, well, I'm sorry, Canadian attorney. Fuck I smoke them. more weed in Canada than anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> in Toronto. Damn, huh? Exactly. Oh, I like Canada. <laughs> I like Canada. <laughs> no, I like Canada. <laughs> fuck them. I like the Canadian people, but fuck the border. They're very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't. You're not yeah. working. Did I ever shows? tell you that one joke? How do you get 200 Canadians out of a pool yes. immediately? Yep. Everyone out of the pool, please. Right. Well, it goes so nice. back to the, uh, the Canadian mosh pit. So polite. Where they're all beating the shit out of each other. But Excuse me, sorry. Like, sorry. 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 <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, that last, uh, so, our last show, we did uh, um, anime. We had uh, Jake something. We had uh, Mad Dragon, and we had Idris Amerham. And they mentioned that they have a new show or that they have a show that they are attending. And by the time you hear this, it would have already taken place. Annie, like like Tina Turner anime? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Tina, anime Bullock. Anime, An- anime Bullock. <laughs> Tina yeah. Turner. That's her name. Annie, her name Annie, is Anime Bullock. May. Right. Annie. That's May. what you're talking about, right? From anime. what? Tina Turner, motherfucker. I know who Tina you Turner is. Can we guess her real right name? There. That's what, every time you say fancy boy, you it's going to be Tina Turner, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you said you guys were talking about anime. anime. And her name is Anime Bullock. It's yeah. From what? Her real name. Her real name's Anime Bullock? Yes. Oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> so oh, you I'm guys sorry. were talking about <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> they, exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He lost in the motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so lost. I love Tina Turner, but I didn't know anything. <laughs> How you doing, baby? <laughs> Emma Worthers. Here, here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. All right, is last that like, Is that like hentai? I asked uh, them. They said arc. no. No, hentai apparently Hentai. Hentai. <laughs> I didn't uh, know, man. Everything's Shit. all blurry and pixelated in hentai. Oh, this really? This dude's like, Dude, uh, you're getting the wrong stuff. I asked them. They said, no, no, that's not the same. They, Who's they? Do they bukkake in anime? Hentai, ain't that a porno or some shit? What the fuck y'all talking about? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But anime is like Japanese, right? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. Japanese cartoons. Yeah. Japanese yeah. cartoons. So I was like, oh. is it like, was it hentai? Hot? What did I say? Hentai? Yeah. yeah. Hentai? Ask him. He knows how to pronounce it. It's I just different. I, I learned this a week ago. Yeah. Well, wow. really? Okay. I say that. But... <laughs> No, they were offended when I brought that up. Really? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Who were they? Uh, Jake something, Jake Wayne Holmes. And, um, you know they why? were offended you, you, when you brought up Hintay? Mad <laughs> Dragon and Idris Abraham. It was the guilty conscience, that's all it was. Well, they, they, they bothered none of us. They knew what I was talking about. Oh, of course they did. Fancy yeah. boys. Fancy boys. <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. Uh, so they brought up uh, White River Wrestling, which is uh, out of Fishers, Indiana. Who? Uh, what the who? fuck yeah. is that? Okay. At uh, White okay. River Wrestling on okay. Facebook. Um, and I, again, what? I say the anime crew yeah, yeah, yeah. is all over the Hold on, wait. Back to White, White River. White River. Where's that? Uh, that is in Fishers, Indiana. The White Swallow Tanning Spot. Are you going to, are you, okay. Are you going to go work that? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. You, no. Okay. Who, well, you know who's what, the though? champion? Uh, <laughs> Do you know? I don't know. Can somebody just... look up real quick? Man, he's got comics to sell on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> That's working right now. What? So, but real quick, I, what I don't have written on here is where you're going to be at next weekend. Me? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah. Man, what do you got? Ohio. Man. Who? 
It's in Ohio? <laughs> what part of Ohio? Okay. Um, okay. I don't even know yeah, where it is yet. Somewhere in Ohio. I don't I mean, even know. What, are it. they just picking you up in an RV? And no, just man, I'm you? driving. You okay. know, I might hook up with Rhino. I think he's booked. You might what? Might hook up with Rhino. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yo. <laughs> right down there. Yeah, the j- gathering of the Juggalo starts Thursday, runs till Sunday. But the wrestling is Thursday night and Friday night. Man, you're okay. going to be a changed man by the end of that. Yeah, I know. Well, this, the, isn't the your first ga- this isn't your first gathering. Oh, no, man. I did like the first 11. Oh, that explains Whoa. a lot. Yeah, I think I did the first 11 gatherings. And, okay. And DBA, you've done a few. I of these. did two or three. Me and Huck was roommates on one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can call the open outdoors your room. Okay. <laughs> All right, no, no, I'm talking about when we oh, had the hotel. Yeah, we yeah, had the, I forgot about the that country one. inn or some right. shit. Yeah. I forgot about that one. But the last time, man, I, we were all sleeping outside. Well, you had your car. I slept in the car, yeah. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Man, I had a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Mosquitoes were everywhere. <laughs> you know, Bullet Bob Armstrong's doing the dance right next to me. <laughs> it was crazy, yeah. man. What? <laughs> What's the dance? <laughs> hey, I don't know. Bullet Barb Armstrong just all of a sudden started doing like a two-step. And he had to be 80-something. Yeah. It's you know, dance. still wrestling. You know, thumb. what finger? got a finger cut off, you know, back in the day when he was a fireman or something like that. I think you only need three. But he was still working. You know, Bob Armstrong, he said this was his fifth decade of wrestling, something like that, or sixth at that time. I'm not sure which one it was. But he was on the show, um, man, Cowboy, Cowboy Bob, Bob Orton. Orton, man, Ron Garvin, you know, Buck Robley. I don't know if you guys know who Buck Robley is. I mean, it was so many people on that show. Kamala, you know, um, Booker T, Sid Vicious, you know, man, plus a bunch of indie guys. Claudio was on the show, yeah. you know. Cesaro now. Man, Chris right, Hero right. just had so much. Rick, do you want me to sweep all the names up off the floor, or do you think you got that I'm tonight? just sorry. You yeah. got it. I dropped a lot of them, didn't I? <laughs> my jaw is on the ground, so yeah. I'll get it. Holy smoke. But, yeah, this one's coming up Thursday. First show is at midnight. You know, I don't even know who's on the show, but a lot of people. <laughs> so, so real quick, let's just, let's just, you know, let's just paint a picture here. So the gathering starts Thursday night? Yes. And then at midnight, the first night, when everyone is, let's just say, chock full of energy, at midnight... Full of something. Yeah, you're going to walk out there and referee a wrestling match. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what the card is? No idea. <laughs> no idea. I don't, I don't know any of the matches at this point. Wow. Rick, I did one where I had to wrestle at 4 a.m. Yes. Well, that's... I mean, usually the wrestling is, like, throughout the night, right? Uh, different time. Yeah, yeah they, like they've had 12, them during the day, one, four, during the yeah. night. They had flashlight wrestling, you know, where mm. no lights, just Jeez, everybody had a flashlight. Yeah. yeah. You know, you couldn't really see a whole lot, but that was the only light. You know, um, women's matches, you know, on, on shows. You know, so it's a lot going on, but they told me the first one starts at midnight this time. And and so it's uh, Thursday and Friday night. That's for the wrestling, yeah. Okay. And then Sunday you've got uh, Proving Ground. Yes, Proving Ground back at the Ritz this yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Proving Ground 5. So actually. you you're going to show up at uh, Proving Grounds just No, just, I'll be straight, man. No, I'm coming back su- Saturday. Right, right, right. But you're going to be full of ideas. Oh, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably. Like anything Sick Rick has planned, anything that DBA has planned like oh yeah. 
might have a new talent to come in or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whoever I see there might be decent, you know? Wow. That wow. might be a stretch, though. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Well, we've been talking now for uh, three and a half hours. Damn. That's all? Um. Holy shit, did this thing stop? No, no, it's still recording. It better be. All right. But, yeah, I mean, we're, from what I can see, we've been talking for three and a half hours. This show, usually we do about an hour and a half, two hours. So we got two shows. Well, I don't know. Man, we were all over the place. I didn't get to say much about comic books like I wanted to. Well, we asked you. (laughs) I know, I know. What, I, I mean, we can get into, I mean, what are you looking forward to? What? Well, comic book wise, comic just selling them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Money. Uh, no, but they they did get me geeked about Civil War again, so I think I'm gonna go buy that. You know, I still keep up with it online. You know, look at all the covers and damn, I want that one. I want that one, and so then I won't go buy. Are it. you are you just going to Green Brain when you need yeah when you need yeah. books? Okay, it's literally across the street from my job. Oh, okay. You know, yep. Where is Fair that? Lane Ford? All right. Okay. Yeah, in a car. I'll well, I got, a, I got an F one fifty lease. I need might need to oh, talk to you about. How long have you had it? Uh, my lease is up in October. Okay. How so, long have you had it? Uh, three years. Three years. Yeah. Okay. That was before I started, so no heat. Well, I was <laughs> I was at <laughs> yeah. No. I, uh, anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, it's got. It, we'll, we can talk. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyone else got anything to plug? No. no? We good? No. Do we cheat them in the house? You know, you yeah, still y'all. advertise on MTV. We do for all your legal services. <laughs> Creeper. Uh, you know what? The one thing we have not plugged that I always, what? always, always plug. Why is, are you putting it in my face? Well, you reminded me just seeing your face reminds me of Truth Martini's House of Truth Wrestling School. Oh man, it yeah. is the best. It is I'm the there best. every day. Absolutely, you are. Uh, the next 12-week class starts September 26th. That is HotWrestlingSchool.com and Hot Wrestling School on Facebook. And it has um, been hot lately. Yeah, no new shit. students, New students? Yeah, we had 10, and now we're down to four. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah dudes, uh, dudes. It's pretty good odds, yeah. actually. Oh, well, yeah. It's not a game. No. Kids, if you want to be a pro wrestler, look at them. Yep. Just look at them. Yep. I mean, we that say it didn't happen sh- by accident. We say it on every show. If you want to be involved in professional wrestling in any capacity, you must go through a reputable and respected school. And House of Truth is that school. And Truth Martini and Creep have that reputation. And um, Ball of Little Turtles. It, well, yeah. He <laughs> He'll might. be there too. Vaginal tampon. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but no, we work hard. It's yeah. you know, it's like a boot camp, man. We give you the ins and outs, and yeah. we hopefully help you utilize all the tools there is in this business and become a professional wrestler or anything you want in the wrestling business at all. We cover all aspects mm-hmm. or we try to at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's all I got. Dickie Bronson, you got anything you want to plug? I ain't got shit. You ain't got <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> Who? <You> got, <laughs> Huck, you got some eBay. Uh, what's your eBay again? BA Huck one, two, three. BA Huck one, two, three. You need comics, action figures. What, old what you... Barbie dolls. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, we ready to take this thing home? No clothes on the Barbies, though. Oh, no shit. No, why All we? right, wrapping her up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, South Africa. We love you. Yeah. <laughs>